What's up, everybody? Season five of Bob and Bill. We're getting started. What's going on? How you been? We've been on break. Bill, how you feeling right 10 now? 10 out of 10. This is a hell of an episode today. We had our special guest, Jack Mock, from Mock Shop Music Exchange, and Dean Winter and the motherfucking heat on That's, it. You can look that up on Spotify. Dean Winter and the motherfucking heat. Yeah. Um, well, we talked about a lot of dope shit today, though, honestly. It was a lot of, like, uh, country music, rock and roll, yeah. ACDC, Tesla-verse, fucking, you know. Yeah, just just zone him out for the rest <laughs> yeah. of this introduction. This int- this episode has it all, we're telling you. So keep listening, and uh, the Unpopular Opinion section was pretty great as well. So that's Fuck pretty yeah. good. Uh, unpopular, uh, Don't listen to what he has to say. Immaculate. Don't. No, no. Immaculate. It was immaculate. Anyways, was immaculate. The whole, the, listen to what I have to say. Oh my god! All right, bottom of the bill. New season. New episode starts right now. Starts right now. This is bottom of the bill, where we talk about the modern grind of a musician. Album cycle. Oh, hold on, Bill. Give me a second, man. Because we don't know what we're talking Spotify about. Spotify playlist. You keep interrupting me. That's not how we discussed it. Just give me a second, man. We invite established artists Festival on Festival sh- lineups. Can I just get my stuff out real quick? We invite established artists on to share their strategy to success. Marketing strategy. The premier do-it-yourself podcast. Hashtag DIY. Ah, oh, screw it. This is bottom of the bill. Season five, right? Yeah. Do you see how I? I I'm yeah, pretty. That's fun. Yeah, that's fun. That is fun. Have you? It's, that's Nicholas Cage under there, by the way. Oh, Nick Cage. Yeah. Have you seen the movie where he plays himself? It is no. so fucking. I haven't funny. seen it yet. I want to see it, bro. Seen it. That pillow is actually in it, which cracked me up even more. Oh, it is. Tight. Yeah. That's <laughs> I told you that. Yeah. I forgot. Kind of love that. Yeah, it is. Are we? Are we rolling yet? Okay. I, w- I can't hear you, by the way. Yeah, I can't hear you. It's gone. Oh. Oh, oh, there it is. I hear you. There's a mute button. Um, yeah, There's that movie is button. fucking hilarious, yeah, by the way. It. Yeah, really good. Sorry, Who's the that. other guy in it? Pedro Pascal, right? Yeah. That's the, isn't that the guy in Narcos? He's the guy. He's yeah. the Mandalorian, and he's in Game of Thrones. Yeah. He's also in Narcos. Narcos. He plays uh, Pablo Escobar. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. Oh. No, he plays the, um, he plays the agent that takes uh, Escobar now. Yeah, I played Pablo Escobar. Oh, man. I think you're right. Yeah. 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 I don't remember who played Escobar. I watched that show me. way later. <laughs> <laughs> like the ginger version of Pablo Escobar. What do you mean? You could be a ginger version of Pablo Escobar. What do you mean? Do you got There he is. Yeah. Pedro yeah you're That's right. him. Yeah, he plays the cop. He looks just yeah. like him. Yeah, yeah, it's like looking in the mirror. <laughs> That's not Pablo Escobar. That's not Pablo Escobar. Bill. Huh? Yeah. No. Well, anyway. they, but you, they both do have mustaches. <laughs> yes. Pablo's mustache is, um, is it's a nice mustache. I have face blindness. I love the, and you know this. I love the memes, the Pablo <laughs> memes when it's like uh, when you're at a party and none of your friends are there and it's just like the different pictures of him like sitting on the swing by yeah, himself. So yeah. good. Yeah, <laughs> or so like at the end of the driveway with his hands <laughs> behind his back. Yeah. yeah. I love that. Sad sad Pablo. Yeah. yeah. Love it. Oh man. All right, let's get into it. Season five, bottom of the bill. Season five. This has been uh just I've been looking forward to this interview for a while now, I will say. Because Ooh, I found out about it yesterday. Yeah, I'm <laughs> yeah, I'm really bad with communicating. <laughs> I'm um, I uh, I have been wanting to hit you up for a while, and I just get you know how it is with like, people that aren't like in your immediate 
I'm sorry. Kind of circle. <laughs> I'm sorry. So you just forget. <laughs> like, you just like forget to hit people up because like you don't see them all the time and shit. It. And then I ran into you at uh, at the, the music meetup, meet and then, yeah. and I was like, yeah, you want to come on? You're like, yeah, fuck, let's do it. So we now we're here. We're here. So I'm, I'm here. Stoked about it, man. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, I'm happy to be here. This Season cool. opener too. Season, Season opener. opener. It's all gonna go down from here. <laughs> Sorry, I'm gonna stop. It's all gonna go down from one-liners. here. Yeah. Actually, it can only go up from here. I was, gonna, I was gonna say. I'm Jack, not gonna do bad one-liners every time. No, you I'm can feel free. That's what the show is to. all about. Yeah. <laughs> um. So what's been going on, man? Has everything been? Has life been treating you? Uh, life's crazy. Um. I my I have uh. Four-year-old daughter turns four on uh, Saturday, so that takes up a lot of our time. Yeah. Um, she's a ball of energy and a blast. Uh, recent things, I almost cut my finger off like a couple of nights ago. Holy shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For those who can't see, he's got like a nice chunk of his yeah. ring finger there. That was like the Wolf. stuff they put on it. And so it's like, yeah, it was deep. It's a classic situation where you're cleaning out your at-home margarita machine. <laughs> <laughs> and you slice your finger on the blade just because, you you know, you don't listen to what your that's wife's the, telling you to do. That's a jerry finger, though, so you, you're good to go, right? <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I use this finger quite a bit, though. Okay, right. Yeah, yeah as you probably do a lot of finger-picking. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. We'll get, yeah. So luckily I don't have to play guitar for another week, I think. Yeah. You probably use like finger picks for the pedal steel, right? Yeah, the finger the pedal steel is I have picks on my uh pointer and middle and then with guitar I use I pick mostly I use the uh ring and middle. I can't think about fingers. Gotcha. Yeah. Um but yeah, and then busy doing a lot of gigs, like a lot of gigs. You're playing with Dean Winter in the Heat predominantly yeah. now? Yeah, that and then I do like freelance audio. Like right. I'll, I'll pro I honestly do yeah, I do that like a ton. Okay. I had like two weeks ago, I had seven gigs in one week. No shit. So yeah, I had like double headers on like multiple nights and stuff. Yeah, crazy man. That's hell yeah, man. It's <laughs> yeah. gonna be busy though. I can imagine. Yeah. Between that and mock shop, you must be chilling. Yeah, it's been uh, it's uh, it's been crazy. My wife says I work <clears throat> way too much. I I don't know anybody's <laughs> spouse that that like wouldn't tell them that. Yeah, that's honestly. that's yeah, that's you know? true. I think we all get the same complaints. Yeah. Uh, by the way, cheers. Oh yeah, yeah. Billy's decided to be a rebel today yeah, and drink beer. Beer. It's not even open. Yeah. It's not, he's just. It's it's, it's, a, a, it's prop. a prop. Yeah. Is that empty? It's a prop. Yeah. No, no, no. This is from my. Yeah, I'll tell my girlfriend. Yeah, this is a prop here. It's not a real beer. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. Um. So it's what's acting. been uh? What's <laughs> so what's been going on with uh with Dean Winter? You guys have a tour coming up. Um, like kind of, we're doing this thing where we just are doing like long weekend runs. Yeah. So we're trying to do like four to five day runs, like yep. sporadically. Um, you know, like it's just hard to book without like somebody booking for you. I, I find. Hear you, yeah. Um, so we're like working on that. So we did a few, a couple uh, months back and they were a blast. We played some cool places, met cool people, just connections, connections kind of thing. And, um, yeah, so we're just trying to go, like, you know, Carolinas, play a bunch of places around there, drive back, and then go further, play a bunch of places, drive back. You know? Where are you all hitting the Carolinas? Um, like, we played Charlotte and Asheville and um, Bluffton, because there's the roasting room up there that's cool. Right. Where's that place? You told me about the spot in Charlotte that was pretty dope. What the, was it called? Thirsty Beaver. Yeah. The place was incredible. That's in the Noda District? Or? It's in um, it's in Midwood, technically. Which okay. They're all like right there. Right. It's like Riverside, Avondale, Murray Hill. I get that vibe so much from Charlotte when we're there. We play yeah. like the Evening Muse. Yeah, that's what it it's felt like. Yeah. like definitely like Riverside, but like a little bit more active, yeah. I feel like. you know. Yeah, we're like two se- it was like two seconds from the Evening Muse. Okay, um, cool. Yeah, that place was rad. It's like, I don't know if you're familiar with it. It's... Like, um, they did a bunch of development in Midwood and they built all these high rise, like apartments and other things. And the bar was just like, nah, 
And so it's literally like it looks like the house and up. Like oh, yeah, just surrounded it's a by big condos. building. Yeah, and it's yep, that's it. There it is. It's Are you so serious? Cool. Wait, that's the real yeah. venue? That's not something. And then if you like Google any more about it, like the top hit is gonna be Mick Jagger being there. There's the picture of Wait, it, wait, right? what is it? What did it say on the caption? Dale Earnhardt Jr. at the first saloon? Mick Jagger looking why is why is Dale Jr. there? Well, he lives in Charlotte. Well, I, I assume so, but like that's his that's his stomping ground. Why is somebody photoshopped Mick Jagger <laughs> to look like the Grinch though? That's <laughs> crazy. Anyway, yeah, like it was, it, dude. The whole time there was so sick. So like the dudes who owned the place, this guy, um, Brian Wilson, and then his buddy, <laughs> I don't remember his name. Thirsty Beaver. All yeah, right. they own like that. They own the Tipsy Burrow, which is like a cool like uh, text mess joint, and they do shows. And then they own like a vintage clothing store. And so we went up there, went to the vintage clothing store. And we're talking to the girl that works there, and we're like, oh, we're playing Thirsty Beaver, and everyone just calls it the Beaver, and. um and she was like, oh, and she starts telling the story. And she's like, yeah, I was the one who took Mick there. And she was like, I did hospitality for that tour they were on during COVID. And it was like a big old deal for him to leave. And he like saw her and was like, hey, cowgirl, because she had her boots on. She tells the story and he's like, take me someplace cool or whatever. And they hop in a van and like they leave low key and go there. And nobody knew who was there. He had a hat on and stuff. Oh, yeah. and, uh, and she like was like getting chewed out by her boss and then like comes back. And then, like, Mick gets out of the van. He was like, oh, okay, never mind. <laughs> Could you, like, how, on a scale of 1 to 10, how uncomfortable would you feel as Mick Jagger walking into, like, a dive like that? He probably loved it, man. I'm sure he loved it yeah. to, to an extent. But at yeah. the same time, like, could you imagine, like, I would feel, like, obviously, like, like going to a dive just as, as like, musicians and stuff, like, we, we look for those kind of CD places. Yeah, it's, totally. It's dope. And like you never, I'm sure you like you never lose that. But there's also got, got to be like a part of you where, where where you know that you're worth like tens of millions of dollars, yeah. and you're just like, eh, I don't know if I should be out here right now. Yeah. Oh, you think like something's gonna happen to him? I don't know. You never know, especially. I mean, and obviously, like like the, his representation's freaking the fuck out. Who wants to you like? Yeah. Who wants to murder Mick Jagger? You though? just never know. You who never wanted know. to murder John Lennon? Yeah. That's what true. do you mean? He's dead. Oh my god! Yeah, you in here? <laughs> no. Yeah, see, nobody recognized him. <laughs> nobody recognized Mick Jagger. That's the thing that I hear about, like seeing celebrities like in person. Like they look somehow different because you've only seen them in pictures or That's in true. video. That's true. A lot of makeup and stuff. Yeah, like meeting people, you're like, oh, you're shorter than I expected, or yeah. so on and so Plus, forth. Let's get real. He's not the prettiest face to look at, so it's not like he would like stand yeah. out in a crowd. He was a stud back in the day. He's never been a stud. They've never been a stud. You don't no. think so? I no. think he was a good-looking man back in the 60s. He no. Was, he no. he was kind of like... He pulled off the, the androgyny. <laughs> We're both just like, no, he's not. <laughs> he pulled off the androgyny I think you're talking well. about David Bowie. No, David no. Bowie. Crush, yeah. I mean, there's a reason why they hooked up. Oh, what do you mean? <laughs> just saying, you know, there, were, there was some attraction. Oh there. man, yeah. He, he had a. Uh, he, I mean, he had, wolf is wolf. all I have I to mean, say. I mean, he does the lips are. He does have very large lips. <laughs> yeah, Not to talk about Mick Jagger's lips, but I will. But yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> just saying. I don't think he was, he was an ugly guy back in the day. The Lord giveth and the Lord taketh away. Uh, what yeah. did the Lord take away? Take away? Yeah. Is the looks? The guy looks like. We can agree to disagree, I think, on that. Uh, yeah, what do you what do you guys think back there? Make, yeah, Mick Jagger's not uh, that great looking. Everybody knows this. I, would or would not. He kind of looks like a fish. <laughs> yeah, would or would I'll not. I'll say this: the only the I only reason that. why the only reason why Mick Jagger uh, looks anyway de decent is because he's standing next to Keith Richards. So. Oh, I have another crazy Mick Jagger story. I just remembered. Yeah. Sorry, the Keith Richards, um, his girlfriend um, is my who's like she is our age. And they have a, uh, like a five-year-old together. 
and um she her mom is my brother's mother-in-law like best friend my, uh, sorry it's his mom so his girlfriend's mom so basically mick jagger's mother-in-law right. is my brother's mother-in-law like best friend like they hang out regularly okay, she's so been to mix wife's mom has been to like mix house and all this other stuff it's that's kind of crazy wild yeah and i met her at the my brother's wedding and stuff like that i don't know why it's just like i thought it was crazy I was like, you mick jagger. that is pretty dope <laughs> yeah we call that kissing cousins in uh kentucky <laughs> that, kind, little, that kind of relation a little less separation so basically kentucky, i though. know mick jagger is what i'm trying to tell you yes <laughs> right right he's calling you to go play to go on tour yeah, with him next perfect. year yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah, bro. <laughs> you could do are you playing guitar in the Dean Winter stuff? I play guitar and pedal steel. Okay. Yeah, yeah, circle bike was the, derailed big time. On the record though? Um yeah, I pretty much play I play all the steel. Okay. And then most of the guitar. Um Jeremy, who played um he plays bass, he played guitar on a few tunes on like some different parts. And then Dean did a solo on one of the songs. Um and then he played all the Dean played all the acoustic. Okay. Um, predominantly most of the electric and steel is me except for a few songs. Um, Jeremy took the reins on those. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, yeah I was gonna say because like um if if uh what happens on the record is any indication of your ability to play like country and blues style guitar, you could probably crush the Stones. <laughs> yeah. Are you influenced by uh, Keith Richards at all? Um, uh, no, I'm not a no. Rolling Stones fan almost okay. at all. I'm, yeah, I picked the Beatles. I'm yeah. with I'm with yeah. you. That's my favorite band. Except of all time. for um, like I like Sympathy, and I like Jumpin' Jack. But I like the early stuff. Same with the Beatles. I like I like um, British Invasion. I love music. that. I love that era. Like, yeah. Growing up, British Invasion was a big part yeah. of like music for me. Same. I will so. say uh, the Keith Richards guitar solo on Sympathy for the Devil is like the worst guitar solo of all time. I love for it. For sure. Yeah. Right? Sure. Thank you. I, I, I prefer it. the motor, I prefer the Motorhead cover, honestly. I haven't uh, heard that. Man, I, Motorhead I has either. a cover album called Undercover where they cover a bunch of stuff. They do like Heroes by David Bowie. Um, they do... Um, shoot, I can't remember now. They do a Ramones tune and they do Sympathy for the Devil and stuff. Hell it's yeah. kinda, their Heroes cover is rad. Really? I would love to hear that. I've, I can't. I can't like imagine Lenny, interpretation. Heroes is sick. Yeah, I can. Yeah, that's. I think dope. it's funny that David Bowie came out with that song like just a little bit after he was like pro Nazi. <laughs> Wait, he was pro Nazi. You don't know that story? I uh, well, I take it with a grain of salt coming from you. So I promise oh you. Yeah, you can look it up. Like he's he just said a lot of lot of weird shit in like the late. Or like early eighties. I mean, he's and a then, weird guy. Yeah, and then and then he like kind of got out of the limelight, and then started coming out with his like eighties, like I can't remember yeah. what, what was his name that he was going by. The oh, I don't know. Ours formerly known as no, David no, Bowie. No, 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 no. <laughs> like, like, like he he has like you know like he looked like Aladdin Zane and, and are you talking Stardust. Like, um, are you talking like uh, oh? He believed in fat and I'll, yeah, there you go. <laughs> so wow. Well, I could see. Well, I could, okay. That name of that song should be. I feel Don't like your hero. I feel like that's a, <laughs> a stretch of him being quoted that, like Adolf was the first rock star because he's probably just meaning like Her people charisma. idolized him yeah. with his charisma. That's the problem. Is that it's a slippery slope talking about Hitler. A hundred percent. That's kind of the problem when people when people. Uh, misinterpret what people are trying to say it's the same thing when john lennon said bigger that than they're bigger jesus. than jesus yeah. you know and then like people started burning beatles records in the, in the middle of the people don't do like, that anymore as they should <laughs> we should start burning records no, i feel like to <laughs> say that 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 was like the 60s and 70s version of canceling right it was like yeah we'll burn your records yeah but they did that i think the last person that ever had that done was the dixie chicks remember oh, when they were the, talking yeah. shit george about bush. The, george, bush. george bush and everything now they're just the chicks yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, that's right, because they can't use Dixie yep. anymore. And uh, also Lady Annabellum, yeah. just Lady A now. You can't do Annabellum anymore. Yeah. That is so ridiculous. Yeah. Annabellum, all that means is just means this after the Civil War. 
Like that's all it Lady means. A is what what, what I thought it just because it's easier to say. Nope, it was a definitely because I a struggle thing. every time I read it. Yeah, <laughs> but, <laughs> the is, but the thing is, but the thing is, good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is that they, they were already super successful by the time they changed the name, so yeah, obviously th- that wasn't like a problem for them. It was just they got hit with like some kind of the Disney chicks is just the chicks now. Yeah, yeah. you didn't know that. Well, they made a comeback because they kind of like fell off, and then they made a comeback of like just the chicks. You can't just be called the chicks. I mean, that's they an are. Aw- that's an awful name. Who's gonna yeah. fight them on that though? They got like all the money in the world to fight whatever kind of copyright trademark thing that they're gonna be coming up against. They're good to go. Yeah, I think I'm they're s- fine. So nobody yeah. came up with a band called the Chicks before. The I'm Dick sure the that they did, did but and it they just bought them out. Yeah. Just bought them out. Are we back to the? What, uh, what are you uh, reading uh, about? Thing? So he did believe in fascism. Is that what we're saying? Yeah, I'm telling you. Yeah, we can't hear you. I don't think it was that out of context. I think he. No. Yeah. Well, that that that. Okay, yeah, and that's oh, that's cool. And that, that, do it. that's fine, but that one sentence alone didn't prove anything. No, do a deep dive on. Yeah, Bowie that, that's in the one 80s. where he had to dive for sure. Yeah. But yeah. hey, whatever. Yeah, he was he was he's, uh, he's dead now, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, <laughs> the song "Golden Years" has a whole new meaning. Yeah, <laughs> a lot, a lot oh, of boy. oh boy. <laughs> but yeah, then he came oh. back with uh, right after that. He came back with heroes and everything like that. And everybody's like, "That's fine. You're it's right." Fine. It's okay. We're, uh, we forgive you. It was pro- honestly, it was probably this, he was probably like taking a page out of John Lennon's book. He wasn't taking a page out of anybody's book. He was high as shit on cocaine. <laughs> I'm just saying, bro. Cocaine's a hell of a drug. But don't you guys? <laughs> don't you guys feel like like artists do things just to get attention a lot of the time? Like they'll say outlandish things because yeah, that's why they are on stage. They enjoy being watched and performing. It's all performance. Exactly. Everything's performance based. Like just, when do they stop being? the performer and they start being the person that they are or whatever. I think it's that like Messiah. It's complex. like when does, yeah. When does the bit stop? That's kind of exactly. like a thing that, uh, I struggle with as well. And my wife says that to me all the time. She's like, when are you going to stop doing bits? Or when does it the bits and the bit turns into reality? I, I look like this now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this, was, this was irony. And now I'm just this. <laughs> this is who I am. <laughs> yeah. Well, my brother's the same way, man. My, my, my younger brother, he, uh, used to, he did the douchey, like like frat guy impression trying to like do a bit yeah. for years and yeah, now he is. just is that. Yeah. <laughs> I love the kid to death. Yeah. Shout not out really to a kid anymore. Yeah, yeah, but hot fire. Yeah, it's all he spits. <laughs> he is he's hilarious, but he is that persona yeah, now. The you bit know? becomes reality. Yeah, for sure. totally. Um, I love that. But yeah, it's the Messiah complex. It's just they're in this little bubble, and then everybody is telling them how great they are all the time. So yeah. they feel like they need to. Stop. Kanye West could just stop talking. Like he could, and everybody would just be like happy with it. But he feels like he has to because everybody's pushing him to do so. Yeah. No one's telling him no, or that you're being a dumbo. That's yeah. literally what it is. It's yeah. Like you have no no people around. True. I that's feel like why, that's just, why I'm grounded because everyone tells me no all the time. Because you have exactly. consistently exactly. bad ideas. No, yeah. exactly, exactly. <laughs> and so yeah, so I'm just like you know just down to earth and everything. Oh. Yeah, down to earth. Oh, right. Man. Yeah, they know. They know. Oh boy. Um, um, oh, another chicks thing. The guy who the played um, keys on uh, some, some of the keys on the record. He played with the the Dixie Chicks when they were first getting started. No shit. Yeah, he's um, he like lived in Nashville in that time. He played with like Phil Vassar, who's like another dude around in that time too. Yeah. Um, but he lives here and like everything I've done, we like, I need keys or whatever. We just like hit him up and he just like knocks it out at his house. That's awesome. What is the reasoning? I mean, I love Jacksonville, but what is the reasoning for somebody like that leaving Nashville and coming to a place like this? Um, I think he kind of got out of music. I mean, he still plays and does a lot of stuff, but I, 
I don't know, actually. Yeah. Like, maybe he had ties here originally. I'm not 100% sure. I've never asked him. Yeah. But there's a lot of people that move here because it's like, it's quiet. It's quiet. And, and it's like affordable. Used to you be. Know, relatively used to be. Yeah. <laughs> um, like it depends on who you are. And it's like you can get like, uh, you can get, you can spread out. You can get like a big spot, but then still like be close to like town or whatever. And there's a beach here. It's a, I mean, outside looking in like Jacksonville is a pretty like, appealing place for lack of a better word if you just want to like live in a like a city that's like not huge or whatever why does any yankee uh, move to florida yeah it's i'd warm. love to know that question <laughs> i'm a, I'm a yankee that was born in florida out. i don't know yeah, all of that's south true. all of everywhere like from palm beach county down is all yankees yeah, yeah. you get you get you go more north the further south you go exactly yeah. south like, new york yeah, yep. it's classic. <laughs> or North South Cuba is what we call it in Miami. But. Yeah, that oh, Miami yeah. is definitely North Cuba. Yeah, so, um, but yeah, I don't know. I've, I've got I mean, great pastries. I, I, that's for sure. Um, I do love uh, Jacksonville. I think it's actually got a, a pretty. Um, I think the the music community here is great. I think yeah. the one thing that we kind of lack is just like the industry side of it, for sure. Which is not like for some people it's not a bad thing. I'm somebody that likes that kind of a grind, so I do like the industry aspect. Yeah. But I think that's kind of also growing here to the point where there's access to those opportunities, but it's mm-hmm. also not so encompassing that like you're dealing with the superficialness of like an LA or something, you yeah. know what I mean? I think Jacksonville lacks is um a big part is uh, venues. Yeah, that's what we were talking at. about uh, before we took a break. It's just like mm-hmm. we're missing one size venue. We need an 800 like. 1200 cap. I mean, room. that's coming. The yeah, one in the yards or whatever. Real, real yard district, but yeah. even then, man, like I like, I just like I like Jacksonville because you can be big fish, small pond kind of thing. And yeah. usually when I do shows, people are like, where do you, should we play? And I was like, I have more success like doing pop up shows in different spaces, and like creating a a vibe in a unique spot or whatever. Like I think that's cool. But like having a lot of cool, consistent venues, like I mean, we have great ones nonetheless. But like ones that have like good PA. And they're easy to come to and people come out to like, you know, it's a hard stretch to compare, but like you go to like Nashville and there's Broadway and he has tours or whatever like that. But like, there's just like music, 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 music. And it's like, we don't have that. We have venues that are big and that do have music all the time, but we don't have anything that's like smaller. Like I think where it still feels like a lot of people, like a good 150 cap room, 200 room, maybe a hundred uh, you know, hundred cap room, give or take, that has consistent music. Like, could be a vibe though. Blue Jay, yeah, Archetype, like Jackrabbit. There's those I for think, sure. Yeah. I think More it, of those, but like that are more alternative, alternative kind of venues. Yeah, and like, in like, screw it. Like, have like a cool cover band play like every night or you know, random nights, and then do original music on the weekends or so on and so forth. Like, do whatever. Operative word there being cool cover band because I, yeah. I, I love that concept, and I get. I, I was just talking about this recently, and. Um, I think, like, just to to kind of uh, dissect that real quick, the cool cover band thing. Like, if if you're a cover band doing like cool B sides, or like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Versus like doing like the Sublime, like yeah, you know, that I'm talking about yeah, like have a good set. Like, yeah. Yeah. Don't play what everybody else is playing. Don't go out there and do yeah. Don't play Santa Rita or whatever. Like right. Or have a niche cover. I, I feel like I'm talking about myself a little bit, but like have a niche kind of thing, or like, you know, or we're gonna do like. Or, you know, some night you do like a tribute night or whatever. Like, oh, we're going to do a John Lennon night. We're going to have three different people come and play John Lennon music. Right. Like, people awesome. love that stuff. Yeah. So, and, I, and to, to tag on this, I love what's happening right now in Murray Hill 
because this is kind of what's happening in Murray Hill. You have like Stout Snug, yeah. you have the Walrus, you have uh, Buckner's Beer Hall, you mm-hmm. have the the Silver Cow, yeah. and then you guys are doing pop-up shows at Mock we, Shop, We right? used to do them all the time. Yeah. I used to have, dude, I had like big bands in the shop back in the day. Um, like, uh, I say they're big in a genre, but like the dude from Page of the Lion, he's got a band called Unwed Sailor. Um, they're pretty well known in their scene, and like he's played the shop, and... Um, this dude Chris Staples, who like I super love his music. He's played the shop, um, and stuff like that. Yeah, and then like it, insurance is hard to cover. That's what happened. We right. stopped doing them because of like our insurance was like, hey, you can't be having all this, and so uh, we stopped. But um, switch insurance providers. I'm gonna start doing them again because like I also I love doing them in the shop. Like we just had another one. You know, we had Jacobs uh, a right. while back, and that was the first one we done in like oh way before covid he did uh it was a single release or album release thing. no it no. was just a show it's so funny so many people were saying that and then we turned into a bit and we're like oh man jacob can't believe you're releasing the record tonight <laughs> <laughs> but no it Shot. was um this dude andy zip um which if you guys don't know andy andy's awesome songwriter in town he just moved to jacksonville a couple of years ago i think uh at the last music meetup that jacob was hosting i yeah. think he was there he's yeah. a super interesting guy like laser focused conversationalist but like just an excellent songwriter like storytelling through songwriting man he played this song about his dad his dad uh, passed away um i think it's within the year and i was just like in the store just like crying i was like this is so heavy dude like yeah uh jacob was telling me he was a really prolific writer yeah he's been around for a while and he was in some uh like he had some bigger stuff a few years ago um in his whatever i forget what it was he told me about it It was some band he was in um and then jessica um pounds played too so it was just a show they set up essentially but it just so happened yeah that was new music for jacob to play essentially but it's funny how that came about we were like dude can we break a release show it also because it also kind of lined up with like a a release that he was doing as well because i remember when he was doing it and then like literally the next day or something right around that time he had a a single come out on spotify yeah which is dope by the way yeah it's great like like if you're into that kind of like that more modern like pop country kind of thing yeah that song it's was kind of like in that vein a little bit it's got like a it's like an indie um americana kind of thing i would say and uh it's like with cool sounds i mean jacob's got a studio and he knows how to play to the studio and he can create a lot of sounds have you seen his little tiktoks where he like talk they're hilarious, hilarious. yeah they're yeah. great it's good comedy yeah um, yeah he's a he's a really i mean his uh interview that we did on here yeah, it was like check two it out. hours long or something like that yeah it's two and a half hours two actually half. yeah man we're gonna beat it we're gonna go three. Oh, bro if you want to get the longest <laughs> you have to go about four i think we had lazuli vane in here okay. last year and i he have, did three and a half like, hours all right i have nothing else to do tonight <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> sorry guys sorry. <laughs> sick. sick all right i know what i'm doing yeah. <laughs> so when I was I was born in Jacksonville (laughs) (laughs) Um, but yeah Jacob is 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 an insanely talented guy and just also another guy who's a great conversationalist yeah he's sweetie yeah yeah yeah, really man I I love really just talk I I really want to work with him in some capacity did you meet him when he had his beard and long hair uh, no. Okay, because he's totally feels like a different person since he shaved. Really? <laughs> I don't know if I've told him this. I can't wait for him to watch this. But yeah, I like always knew who he was because when he was younger and stuff, and then he started popping around. He had his big beard, his long hair, and his personality, and like he always seemed very quiet and standoffish. 
And then he started working with me at the church and stuff, doing music. And then he like shaved his beard and cut his hair. And then I feel like he just became a different person. Yeah. But also, I just got to know him better. It's really what it was. Right. Right. Uh, right. We became pretty good friends now. But it was just like one of those things. Like, it feels like a different person. That does happen though, <laughs> right? When people like oh, I, yeah. one of my friends. I remember when I, when I was in the high school. Shout out to my friend uh, Daniel Moritis. Um, he Danny. like when I was in ninth grade or tenth grade, he was in ninth grade, and then like summer happened and he we were both like these huge potheads or whatever and then summer happened and he had like you know long hair or whatever and then he uh he wore like baggy clothes and then uh my uh first day of 11th grade in his 10th grade he comes back short hair like you know fucking polo shirt yeah but he wasn't smoking weed anymore and then from that day on still to this day i called him sober dan i love that yeah <laughs> i love that <laughs> sober dan and still yeah. the dude by the way he now owns like three head shops out in like the Inverness area. That's a trip. And then uh, also owns an ice cream shop and like owns like he's crushing That's life really right funny. now. And so uh, I still call him Sober Dan to this day. That. Yeah, it's my fucking boy right there. <laughs> Shout out. <laughs> That's tight. I super love that. Yeah. Um, well, uh, I do want to get into some, like more some mock shop stuff, but sure. I, but before we get into that, bottom of the billboard. Hell yeah! It's been a while. It's been a while. Yeah. What, what have you been? What have you been doing during the break? Oh, I've just been building an empire. It doesn't stop, bro. Oh. Hashtag. One pebble at a time. One pe- Yeah. Yeah. That's <laughs> it's like an ongoing joke on the show. I always say that I'm building an empire. Oh, and that's like go. my whole thing. So It's a very ongoing joke. Oh. We're going to make it. I'm, I'm also being serious about it, but I'm also joking. Every, yeah, everybody say. laughs the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. Um, I believe it. It's all that matters. Anyways. Uh, so Bottom of the billboard. Yep. For those who don't know. Bottom of the Billboard is a segment that we do every week, and we pick a song to be reviewed. If you know anything about Billy and I's dynamic, we don't agree on anything musically. But recently we have. Re- it's very strange. What's that about? You're growing. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it is, it is, it's also just being in a band together Peeling for, six, back for five years, I think. Yeah. We have, we're on the road together all the time. We have no choice but just to absorb, yeah. you know. Yeah. So eventually it just happens. So this week you picked... Uh, before before I say what it is, I think I got the name wrong. I, I know it's definitely Frank Moody's uh, new album just dropped on Friday, but it's either Raining in L.A. or L.A. Rain. Raining, no, in, raining LA. in L.A. It's Raining in L.A., yeah. right? Because I got it written down here. Yeah. But anyways, uh, uh, Mr. Frank and Mr. Moody, if you're listening, hell of a fucking album. Uh, your last album before, Dreaming in Color, amazing as well. But this song of this new album is such hot fire. It's one of the best like yeah, dance cool tracks like that I've heard in years. It sounds like Phoenix, but like less like about themselves. I don't know what what <laughs> even to describe it. Like yeah. it's 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 there's it's fancy, but it's not fancy. And then it sounds like they're not trying too hard. They just it's per, it's perfect. Yeah. It's like a perfectly baked cake is this song. The bait the baseline on this song just just you know fucking just sends it for me. Yeah. It's it's amazing. Uh the hook is incredible. I know for, without a doubt that at the end of the day, it's just a four on the floor dance track. Totally. It's more than that. You know yeah, what it's I mean? got cool layers. It reminded me, it's funny you said Phoenix, because <clears throat> it does remind me very much of that like uh, 2011 to 2014 like indie music that was popular. Yeah, 100%. So really the song that I got, I got Capital Cities more. Not Safe and Sound, but that record. There's this, uh, I can't remember the name of the song now. I love that record. If you haven't listened to that record, there's sick stuff on that. There's this tune called Fair Fawcett Hair with Andre 3000. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Who's the artist? <clears throat> Capital Cities. I've never heard of that. They had that song Safe and Sound. 
Mm. Oh, we're gonna, we're gonna get sued, but yeah, I know that. Yeah, one. We're get sued. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. That's okay. That's okay. You that was copyright. That was Sesame Street. That wasn't. That was Happy Birthday. Yeah, it was yeah. Happy Birthday. Sorry. But, but anyways, yeah. they have they um that records that Safe and Sound record is really sick. It I reminds know, me of that. I I know I know who, um, who you're talking about. For but sure. uh, that's when I instantly heard that I was like, this sounds like Capital Cities because that's like two guys as well. Um, um, but it sounds like that, but with like guitars and stuff. Too. My my favorite part about Frank Moody is all the jam band kids fucking love him too. Yeah, and I, and I hate jam bands. All to each their own. <laughs> what? No. Oh wait, are we not <laughs> at the hot? We're not at the no. unpopular opinions <laughs> part yet. <laughs> <laughs> the whole the whole point the whole point I was I trying it. to make is is it's just it's uh, it's it's one of the best songs I've heard, and I just heard, I just heard it on Friday when it came. Oh wow! Out. Yeah. yeah, it just came out. Yeah, Billy's really on top of the. He's really got his finger on the pulse. Yeah, it seems yeah. like it. I only know Frank yeah. Moody stuff because like, uh, Carol will be like, play Frank Moody or whatever for like house music at different times. And yeah, it's like okay. Yeah, I, I, uh, it's I, good music for the house. It is. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think I prefer the last album, uh, that he did before, uh, uh, more than this one. And I will say that I do like this song, but I, again, just being like my flavor of music, mm-hmm. like it just. It's a little repetitive for me, you know. I love and like, granite, but that's that's what dance music is. I yeah. understand that. That's my biggest problem with it. Is that yeah. I, don't, you don't listen, I don't dance. You don't dance. Yeah, exactly. You don't so dance? I'm not a dancer. He's the entire town in Footloose. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I love that. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> that was a good burn. Thank you. Clip that, boys. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, uh, so I will say that I, I do like the song. I think the bass line definitely got me the most, just because yeah. it's yeah. it's like funky as shit. It's kind of like kind of syncopated. I like the guitar, like um, little jangly part. It's got like the cool vibrato on it. It sounds like a chorus, but it's, it sounds more like a vibrato. But yeah, no, it's really cool for sure. The production on it overall, I yeah. thought was really good. It was pretty good. Yeah. The synthesize, like the synth tones, were like really cool yeah um didn't wasn't anything groundbreaking as far as lyrics go and vocally uh kind of the same but i mean i like their band name a lot actually i think it's a cool band name because it sounds like it's just one person yeah, yeah. and for the longest time i heard their name and i was like oh, who's this frank moody dude? i thought it was one guy too but yeah, yeah. I, I like that i think that's like a it's fun two guys. thing the, the, the bass player is a chick rosetta um what's her uh yeah, but they write all the music. I know. I'm just saying that yeah. her that she plays those parts on it. Or at least that's what I think. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was trying. I was specifically trying to find who played on tune. Yeah, because I like to know that. Me too. I'm super interested in that, and I couldn't really figure it out. Rosetta, that oh, that she just goes by Rosetta. But it's like, is she on the record? That's the only thing I don't know. She's awesome. That's true. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. That's what I'm wondering. It's like, who's sure on that? Because the, uh, the one thing I've learned through playing. Like a lot of country music is like there's only so many people that play on every record. That's true, yeah. <laughs> and surprisingly, uh, I love that stuff. Be, before we get it, yeah, we, we can should, go we, back. Yeah, because I do want to hit that real quick. So, Tony, yeah. so does it make the playlist? Uh, I think it makes the playlist. It's a bop. Yeah, it's a bop You're for sure. It? Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'll put it on my ding, ding, I'll put it on my pre-show eight playlist on Spotify. There we go. Subscribe. That's three. You thumbs can also up. subscribe to our spot our Spotify playlist called Bottom of the Billboard. Check that out. And then we also cool. have a playlist where we feature all of our guests. That's really tight. I didn't um, know that. Yeah, so we do I'm all that. Super shit. uneducated. On it's this. okay. No, I mean normally I do some background <laughs> before I go on a podcast, but it's cool. Oh man! All right, you got me there. <laughs> um, so I've I've only been on two podcasts to be fair. So. Um, uh, this is my first. Actually, I was I recorded a podcast with a dude, and then um, his like hard drive got wiped, and he lost it all, and he never posted it. Don't knock on wood. Say those words out loud. <laughs> knock, Bro, knock on that wood. Is, that is right now. That's literally happened to us before. Oh, like, really? Twice actually. Uh, twice. That's, well, anyway, that's why we you call. Tell that story. 
It's, uh, so Gene's nickname is Crash Bandicoot, by the way. Yeah, because, that's tight. So, you know, anyways. Crash. Uh, yeah. He just happened to be in front of me. I don't know what you want. Uh, I get it. It's he's too there. lanky. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yes, the song definitely makes it. We're all in agreement with that. For sure. So there we go. Fuck and, yeah. And check out the playlist. Break a leg at Swanee at Halloween. And also get back to me on Instagram because I want to talk to you. Yeah. <laughs> um, but speaking of the the, the, the country guys, yeah. I didn't realize that Victor Wooten was such a big player in the Nashville country scene. What? Uh, really? That's the first oh, time I've yeah, heard that, time. too. I didn't know that, that either. He's got fucking didn't credits that, on all kinds of shit. Well, just where's like, he from? One five, one five. It's just a Bro, whole if time. you listen deeper, though, Nashville. sometimes there's some sick lines. Again, learning this through playing like a lot of these tunes, like some do the bass, like in like Chattahoochee, the bass is doubling all that stuff. And like the intro and all that stuff, it's like it's doing all that with it. Right. Which is like, it's some. I mean that's not complex, but it's just like you wouldn't expect that. Right, right? You're, you're typically expecting yeah. like, kind of like a blues. You know he's coming kinda, here, yeah. by the way. Victor, Wooten. he's coming to Pontevedra concert hall. Uh, I think next month they're yeah with Steve Bailey. And yeah. Oh, they're doing basic streams. Drico Watson. Yeah, I don't know if Drico's on the tour, but oh, yeah, it just said Victor Wooten on on the on the amphitheater website or whatever. I saw him with Steve Bailey and Drico Watson. At you the met year. him, didn't you? I met him at Sam Ash when I worked there down in Miami. He was doing a clinic, but I saw him play. With Dorico Watson and Steve Bailey with Basic Extremes at the UM, uh, the uh, like you know, uh, theater or whatever, and that That's was tight. insane. But he plays country. Yeah, I never would have guessed. Bro, that. Country Sorry. music. Everybody plays country. I I love talking about country. We talk about country music all night. You guys sound like like, <laughs> like Dean Winter in the Heat kind of sounds like 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 a Ryan Adams kind of thing. So, whoa, man, careful with the Ryan Adams. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, I, I love Ryan. Oh, Adams, me too, man. man. He just booked a tour solo. Bunch of shows are sold out. He's 11 months sober. I hope the guy comes back. Fuck yeah. He's oh, was a, he? Was he like? He's in a dark place for a long time. He's okay. dude. Back in the day, like he was. Big time addict. Okay. Some like my favorite Ryan Adams record is Love Is Hell, and that was like prime when he was just out of his mind. But the record is incredible. Sometimes it's the in, best music comes out of that. It's incredible. Shit. I have the box set, like four disc of it. Um, has like songs that haven't been like that weren't really released on the record and stuff too. It's tight. He's wild. But anyways, yeah. So that's like kind of how the heat started. Was um, we were, had this band Banquet, which was more rock and rolly straight ahead kind of rock and roll but very Ryan Adams influenced and then we started shifting I was playing some steel on some tunes and then we just kind of leaned and progressed and progressed into this like what we're doing now essentially um so that was always kind of the back of that Americana kind of sound and now we're leaning more straight ahead country um I want to go even not I I mean it's naturally happening, but we're leaning more straight ahead country every day. And we have some other tunes that are more Americana too. Like it's kind of fun molding, but, um, but yeah, there's definitely that for sure. Hell yeah. yeah I love it, man. Stuff. Yeah. The, yeah. And, and, and the newest album, uh, wheel, wheel of bliss. Wheel. It's a silly name. No, <laughs> it's a, it's, it's a great name though. It's where we uh, recorded most of it. We, we oh. booked this big, um, dude place was wild. It was outside of Asheville. It was like a, Buddhist like retreat center thing. Yeah. So you can it's on Airbnb or somewhere, but like it was way outside of Asheville on the mountains. Like it was on like a hundred acres, this huge house cabin, sleeps like fifteen or twenty people. And there's like a shrine room with like a huge Buddha statue, all these noise bowls and like all this it was like real crazy, like but it was just such a vibe and we tracked drums in that room. Hell yeah. Um, I should have sent you a picture of it. Um, it's really cool. We track drums in that room and stuff, and because we do drums and bass live, like every time we track, yeah, same and us, um, yeah. and stuff. But that was the the listing was like Wheel of Bliss or whatever, 
And uh, so we were just like, let's call it that. <laughs> That's dope, man. Yeah. I love it. So, so did you guys just rent an Airbnb and set up your own studio? Yeah, basically? Jacob came with us. So Jacob engineered uh, pretty much all of it. Actually, he did all of it. Hell yeah. So we went up there with the lofty goal to finish like 11 or 12 songs in four days. Um <sighs> Yeah, and so that didn't happen. Yeah, that was, that's, <laughs> uh, yeah, was pretty... Uh, well, like, on the way up, the trailer broke down, um, and then we got there, and we drove through the snow to get there. The place was like on the mountain. It was this crazy gravel road to get up to it. I was like terrified, like pulling it. Yeah, that's the place. Whoa. Wow. It's, dude, honestly, like get some friends and just go stay there for a weekend. It's really cool. Hell, that's outside of Asheville? Yeah, it's way up there. Yeah. Um, it was the like. It, there's a yurt on the property too. Like we went. Hell yurt. yeah, yurts. What's a yurt? Um, it's, it's like a big tent. It's like a big tent. Oh, it's like right. A round right. Thing. Okay. Right. Right. Um, right. Right. But yeah, so we brought everything. Like I have so many like microphones and stuff. I collect microphones and junk, and so we did everything there and uh, borrowed some stuff, set it all up. But anyways, we had a lot of setbacks, and we tracked drums and bass and acoustic guitars for all of those songs and steel and like a couple and some other stuff so we didn't get it all done um, how did you how did you guys go into that situation like not just anxiety ridden just like oh it was like ty got sick like the first day and like oh threw my up fucking God, yeah bro. like he threw up and like because ty was in the hot seat he did like he did like i think he did like five or six hours straight one day and i was and he was wearing like coveralls and a beanie and we're like and we had like a fire going like ty like take that off you're getting too hot you're getting overheated like and then he got sick and threw up oh my but it also God. was because he was eating like powdered donuts and drinking dr Bebber like it was nobody's oh business my sorry God. ty but boy loves his dp <laughs> he's it <laughs> yeah. don't don't yeah. don't we'll finish the sentence and don't yeah. just like just just point at no, me no that's good <laughs> yeah, we, we, we'll, we'll leave it right there we all know we all know yeah <laughs> No, he's a Bill's a big uh, Diet Mountain Dew guy. Oh, Diet Mountain Dew. And M&M's. Yeah. He's on, on the road. That's just, very blue collar of you. Thank he's you. He's from <laughs> backwoods, Kentucky, yeah, like middle of nowhere. You see, like, the day laborers going to the gas station just slamming Doctor uh, Mountain Dew. Bro, like, it's 100 degrees outside. It gives me anxiety. <laughs> Why? I'm at a gas station. <laughs> How I see, are you not dead? <laughs> uh, yeah, I see dudes, like, like getting hot dogs and just loading that shit up and then getting, like, <laughs> you, a fucking You're the one Coke. that actually eats a gas station food. You'll yeah, eat but that. I always I'll have water, though. I always, I'm always drinking water. Water doesn't and cancel out fucking gas station pizza. Tough no, guy. you're right. You're However, tough guy. <laughs> you're right. But fucking it throwing back two cyclones and a bottle of water. Yeah, that, that checks out. No heart disease. Oh yeah, and the five hour energy all saved up, man. Yeah, I'm, you know what? You're right. But at least I stay hydrated. Yeah. Is all I'm saying. Yeah, I'll drink Diamond Those fucking Dew every now and then. I see dudes like loading up. They got like they got chips. They got like two Monster Energies, and they got like hot dogs load up. I'm just like, bro. How are you alive right now? Yeah, it's crazy. It's insane to me. But I mean, I, I will the other put it before a gig. My coworker for breakfast had a, a Red Bull, a Coke, and two Cosmic Brownies. I love and I was that, like, dude. dude. Breakfast of Champions. <laughs> right there. That's, That's what first, I call it. That's what I call it. Breakfast of Champions. Dude. First off, I haven't heard about Cosmic Brownies since Bro. I was like 12 years old. Those are amazing. Those are yeah. the ones with the sprinkles. Those are the yeah. They're like like the darkest. Chocolateiest thing you ever did see with uh -huh. like the like round big sprinkles on them. Yeah, yeah it's production line fudge basically. Yeah. It's so good. They're right next to the zebra cakes. Yep. <laughs> Jack knows where they're at. I got I got a whole mess of zebra cakes in my uh, cupboard over here. I love zebra cakes. Zebra bro. cakes oh are the God. best. Hundred percent. All right. Those are nice. We got so Lots so you're uh, he played guitar or what do you play? Ty plays drums. Drums. Okay. Yeah. So 
So he gets sick. Yeah. What's going through your guys' head at that point? You must be freaking the fuck out. They're like, all right, well, I guess we're going to record acoustic guitars now. It did, and how, many, how, <laughs> how, how many tracks did he get done? Uh, I don't remember. He got a good chunk done for okay. sure, like maybe five or six at that point. Um, but yeah, he was just a machine, like killing it. I mean, Ty's great, and like he's super into like trying different stuff. He was like, he brought so much stuff, like so many different snares and everything else. Hell yeah. He, I mean, he he has a lot of drums. Um, but um, yeah, I don't. I, man, I'm trying to think now. It's that was like all, over a year ago, actually. Yeah. So this record took us like all over a year or so to make. Yeah. Because Dragon just busy stuff like that yeah it happens yeah um, that's, that's why we took us like over a year to, to get ours out and yeah, record that's, it and get ours out happened. too yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah but um yeah we just did other things <laughs> yeah <laughs> we just did other stuff we were like all right well, i guess we'll do guitars and whatever and figure it out so wh- how much did you guys get done that weekend um we got drums for i think 11 or 12 songs and bass for all of them and acoustic guitar for all of them oh, okay so you got and a good then chunk done. steel for like two and electric guitar for two but we didn't release like three or four of the songs that we tracked up there so like right we had it then yeah because uh on the record because we just things changed and we wanted to do some other tunes that we got more excited on like my two favorite songs on the record we recorded uh like a week before we mixed it we set a deadline to get it mixed and then we were like weren't feeling these other songs and then so we were feeling these two that we were playing a lot and um and like we literally just like did them live and then punched um like guitar solos and a couple things it's so weird though like that you spend all that time on those other songs and then you just you're just like yeah just do these two songs and then you spend like what two weeks and they're they're your favorite yeah it's so weird uh, bro that, that happened dude and that's the thing is like i listen i look like i listen to a lot of people talk about how they make records you know watch documentaries and all that stuff and it's like sure. bro it's like they'll start with like 50 songs yeah and then take it down to this much and then it's like well those songs never see the light of day or whatever like they could be fully done and they're yeah. never out yeah it's just like yeah it's i don't know it was one of those things well those songs will probably come out eventually yeah um, of course why not yeah. um you know but yeah it's just yeah we were just like let's do these ones <laughs> yeah that's wild how that yeah. happened so but those are my i those are my favorite at least um you know, everybody has their few favorites on the record, but those are my favorites. For and sure. you guys were able to keep like a level head and just like get focused, even though you like you had like a trailer fucking breakdown, and then like you were, the snow situation. You got someone, you had someone get sick, and a limited amount of time up there, and you're able to just like get in the zone and still focus and do the thing. Yeah, ish. Yeah, ish. Yeah. <laughs> the trailer was the bigger bummer because yeah. we were like we were gonna take my. I have a trailer. And then I was like, maybe we don't because I don't know how roadworthy it is. And so I was like, I'll just rent one from U-Haul. And then that ended up oh, being terrible. That sucks, bro. Yeah, so that was really what it was. Damn. But didn't pay for it. So. Shout out to U-Haul. They're not a sponsor of the podcast. <laughs> they should be. As much money as we gave them. Yeah. yeah, for real, bro. Yeah, so yeah, we kind of did. It was just like trying to just get crap done, you know, kind of thing like that. Yeah, I feel you. Um, You know, and again, I wasn't like... I wasn't super in the hot seat at that time, so it kind of worked out. I'm, I'm really bad at recording. I'm just not good at it. I just, I'm more of a like, lightning in a bottle type of person. Okay. Um. So like, it's like I don't know. I don't know what it is, but it's like, I'll play it perfectly, and then we go to record, and it's just like ah, it was, this was this thing. Yeah. It's a lot of pressure. Yeah. Well, as you hear, it's that microscope, man. There's things that it's happen. A microscope, dude. Yeah, it's that thing when you like yeah. you, you play live or like you play 
like even just jamming with people yeah. and then it's just that 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 fleeing moment that like people can kind of like or even you can kind of like like kind of place what you thought happened there right like you can like replace yeah. the actual thing with what you thought happened that was like amazing right but totally. then you go back and like on a recording where it exists in perpetuity and it's just like Oh man, like that guy suck. Yeah, that time, <laughs> the timing there was off, or like the yeah. t like just I don't know like why it sounds like I just started playing this instrument. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like big perfectionist on like tone things and stuff, so it's just like ah, oh, it's not quite exactly what I want it to be like. And I'm like, is it me? Oh, it's definitely me. Yeah, that's what's going through your head. Yeah, yeah. It's I always, I always wonder like now uh, that we have like computers that you can see like the sound waves and everything and make sure that they line up to a metronome and to the beat. Like if you were to take old tracks and then somehow, I guess you could get, still get the the stems and then see if that lined up to the metronome and everything like that. You I mean, I bet that would be way off. You yeah. know what I mean? You can hear it in a lot well, of in a lot of what old we doing tunes. at the end of the day. That's the thing, man. As I think about it, it's like I mean, you listen. Like I think what Van Halen record is it? Like the kick mic on one of the kick drums isn't even plugged in. Oh, really? No yeah, they get double fifty sevens on each kick. I can't remember what record it is, but the kick. One of the kick drums, if I'm remembering this correctly, isn't the mic isn't even on in the kick drum, and they left it. Like, dude, there's so many. <laughs> there's just no kick. Can we pull so that many, one up? See if we can find that. There's so many <laughs> crazy. It was you know he had double kick drums, Alex. But there's so many crazy things about that. Like and that's why I love recent about how records are made. And I watch, like I said, a lot of YouTube. I live on YouTube. Um, the dude who mixed, uh, Refugee, um, Tom Petty too. Yeah. Shelly, can never remember his last name. He was I watched a video of him going through the tracks and he was like, Yeah, they forgot to turn on the Leslie for this song. Oh my god. And so and and so like in the choruses and Les and Shelly's like, so I just recreated the Leslie with tape and stuff. So if you listen to that song closely and you listen to the organ, it has this really weird fluttery tone. Do that. And it's not a real Leslie, it's fake. And it's like now I can't unhear it, but it's so cool because nobody else has a sound like that. Right, right. But yeah, he plays it solo, and I was just like, that sounds ridiculous. Oh, I gotta hear, I gotta hear that. Yeah, now. next time I hear that, I'll song, send you the video. It's it. a cool video. It's yeah. like an hour long, and I just was like, this is sick. Yeah. <laughs> I guess what I was yeah. trying to say though is that maybe like technology is some what of a curse when it comes to that. Totally, because you're because you are looking Dude, at it. Our ears are tuned to music being like so perfect. Why do you think everybody wants their drums to sound like machine guns now? Like yeah. sampled. It's people are so used to like perfect art now like i find myself i mix so many direct guitars like with amp modelers or pedals i'm becoming more tuned to hearing a direct guitar more than like a mic'd cab yeah like it's just i sometimes prefer it it sounds weird i prefer it now too to be honest mm -hmm. with you because like especially with some of the technology now you can really get like some of the solid state stuff that you can do or even the amp oh, modeling stuff state amp. what do you play the fender tone master twin hell yeah i love it I just bought a quilter that I'm just waiting to Quilters get a fucking cool, cab yeah. for it because those yeah. things sound amazing. But like yeah. you can, you can, uh, you can, the thing with going direct, especially with the quality that there is now and some of the amp modeling or like, uh, um, yeah, it's just like, like it's, it's crazy because the mic, I feel like when it's sometimes it just, it, it kind of loses that oomph and, can. and like you can like, obviously you listen to some older records and like you, you can feel that beef for sure. But when I've recorded with uh, with like mics versus direct in, I always prefer the direct in sound. Now, yeah, you get like the full spectrum. I feel like, yeah, it's definitely and it's easier to like manipulate. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. you can change things after the fact. And yeah, a little bit easier. Yeah, 
That's just, I don't know, it's just music's crazy like that. Yeah, totally. <laughs> but uh, that kind of leads me to the mock shop stuff because I've been, no. or did you find it, Chris? No? No. Oh, okay. It's just, maybe it's just, uh, oh, I think I saw it in another, uh, no, it was another YouTube rabbit hole. There's the dudes who created Van Halen 1 and 2 at Sunset Sounds. And it's like an interview thing I saw on YouTube with them. And they're going over the liner notes, like the the, the tracking notes from the studio logs and stuff. And they talk about it in that, I remember now. Oh, okay. And Mikey at the shop is like a Van Halen, like wealth of Van Halen knowledge. Nice. And, and stuff. Yeah. So that's also, he, I remember him telling me that as well um, from that. I love Van Halen. Yeah, Van Halen's great. I was, I was a little upset to find out recently that all of my favorite songs came out in the 70s and not the 80s, though. Yeah, we, we, have, uh, we have this whole debate on the show, and uh, it's about like Van Halen versus Van Hagar. No, 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 no. no, 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 no. Uh, although that's a good argument, also. But but uh, the worst decade of music from the fifties to now, what would you get rid of? Um, nineties. Nineties. Yeah. See, I would say the eighties can, Ooh, can go I away. Love the 80s. I know a lot of people love the eighties. <laughs> but I, then, then he, they bring things to your attention that you're like, it's like I was like, yeah, Van Halen all day, like. Yeah. Run with the devil. What year do you think that came out? I'm like 80, 70, it was like 70, 8, 70, 70, 70, 70, 70, 70, 70, 70, 70, 70, 70, 70, 70, 70, 70, 70, 70, 70, 70, 70, 70, 70, 70, 70, 70, 70, 70, 70, 70, 70, 70, 70, 70, 70, 70, 70, 70, like he started bringing up like all these different mm -hmm. artists, and I was like, I guarantee you, all your favorite songs by them were written in the seventies. Yeah. yeah, they had their biggest hit though with Van Hagar, with uh, Hagar though. Technically, well, which yeah. one? John. Oh duh. no, that was no. that was uh, Homeboy. Oh, I don't remember. Like, I think their most like chart successful song was with Hagar. I think. I think it's like right now or one of those songs. Love, love walks in. I think that's it. Mm. I think that was. Their most charted song. I just go by Spotify plays at this point. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Spotify know, rules that, it all. That is the metric, yeah. Yeah. Uh, which, um, that's definitely their number one song on Spotify is Junk. Is, uh, yeah, yeah, for of sure. Course, which yeah. is 84. Yeah. 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 Which you can is, tell because they have synthesizers. Yep. Yeah. Um, but I do want to, uh, I really want to talk about Mock Shop. Sure. Because yeah, this, yeah. this place is, yeah. uh, I think, like a gem. What is this? What's, what do we got? Am I correct? I want to know if I'm right or not. I'm not, probably. 80, that is jump looks like an eighty four anyways. I don't even know what we're looking at to be honest with you. I can't. Oh my Maybe God. what album the sold the most is what we're looking at. Eighty four oh. looks like eighty four. Yeah. yeah. Um. Okay. Well, which came out in eighty three actually? Did you know that? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> what are you, what are I mean, I, I would have been like, all right, tell me anything. I don't, I don't care. Know. I'll believe it. Can we talk about your store now? Uh, okay. Uh, so. <laughs> That's fine. I want to talk more about country music too, but let's talk about the store as well. Okay. Uh, we don't, I don't you know. You're driving the questions. I don't want to. <laughs> no, we me, run this podcast. Let me see the man. list. <laughs> yeah, here's, 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 just kidding. So, oh, um, boy. Let's talk about the shop. So, yeah. I'm just, let's talk about the shop. I'm curious about like where the... Like obviously you had a, you have a passion for gear or or like something because there's because first off owning a music store is a very difficult endeavor I would yeah. imagine and then the margins on things are pretty low mm -hmm. most of the time yeah, I have a passion for pain and suffering <laughs> well but also you have to like love the gear right because yeah. especially with, with what with your specific thing is that you guys deal with predominantly like boutique companies and then some vintage stuff as well right yeah some vintage for sure it's tough to get now yeah um so what was the inspiration for opening th this shop up with this angle yeah um i guess like i've always done yeah i've been into gear for a long time like buying and selling gear like for years like it's just fun off and on uh the mock shop thing like i used to wire up pedal boards for people back in the day and that's just kind of how that name came about and stuff 
Um, somebody was like, oh, I'm not shopping up or whatever. And I was like, perfect, cool. Hell yeah. Um, but yeah, like I was at the time I was like just traveling. Anytime I travel, I try to go to guitar stores, um, whichever one. And so I was seeing all these cool guitar shops that were like sick. Like, um, a big, um, proponent was like East side music in, um, Nashville, uh, which Brandon, I know fairly, uh, fairly well. And he's from Jacksonville originally actually. Um, but he has that shop up there and they're a big influence and other smaller shops. I was like, it's cool. Like. We need a good local shop. In Jacksonville, back in the day, used to have tons of music stores. Uh, American Music, Music City, Music Depot, um, Don's, Pawn. Um, we had a lot of cool, like, really sick guitar shops, and they all kind of died. Um, and then we got the big box stuff. So I just wanted a store that, like, was just different. I would have, like, liked it, seeing stuff like you see on the internet stuff you don't usually see in person. Like I try to have that stuff, you know, when I, that's the big aspect of it with pedals specifically and then having like good repairs and stuff like that. And there's your needs that you need, like strings, uh, picks, capos, cables, stuff like that, um, that everybody needs and stuff like that. So yeah, I just wanted something that was different. I wanted stuff you weren't going to see in Guitar Center or Sam Ash and things like that. You guys certainly got that. Yeah. Uh, the pedal collection you guys have is yeah. just insane. Yeah, it's becoming harder and harder. I will say, like, companies are getting bigger and they're getting into those stores. And it's not like, it's like, not like I want those companies to thrive and grow because that's their passion and that's their business. Like, you don't want your business to stay at this level. You want to get it up. So the way to get it up is to go into those places. But it does make it harder for the independents at time. But those companies are really good about supporting the independents like me. You know, so how do you decide like who you want to work with? I can imagine yeah. there's a lot of like up and coming yeah. like bi builders or, or, you know, whatever that, that are trying to get into any store that they can. Yeah. When I opened the shop, that was like the big proponent. That was the big thing of how I got everything um, like dealerships and stuff like that. I opened this when I when I was opening the shop, I was just like cold calling these people and be or emailing just cold emails. It's like and a few things I had relationships with. I had a relationship a little bit with Reverend. Um that was really actually the only one. <laughs> um, and I was just say yeah, hitting people up and stuff. Uh, I had a little bit of relationship with Old Blood through Old Blood Noise Endeavors through some friends. Um, and I was just hitting them up, cold calling them, be like, hey, I'm opening up this shop in Jacksonville. There's nobody else doing it. So you might as well work with me. And yeah, I had just a list of companies I wanted to, that I thought were cool. Wanted to see Earthquaker, Walrus Audio, uh, Old Blood Noise Endeavors, Strymon. Um, I think of who else I like opened with Greer. Um, yeah, that's where I got. I, I actually got the light speed from you guys. Great pedal. Yeah. I have some more in the mail. Well, they're being built now. Uh, um, who else did I open with? Chase Bliss stuff. Um, JHS. Or I said Earthquaker. Yeah, and then the Reverend guitars as well. And and then like I played Good Cell amps for a long time. Um, kind of had like a deal with him and so like i had him build some amps for me and the super stuff was cool i was say yeah you had the super stuff yeah the too, super yeah. i still have a few i'm trying to gonna order some more soon and then uh, it's just hard to get stuff right now yeah and then imagine. um and then a lot of my own stuff that i had so it's kind of how it all came about but yeah that's all stuff you wouldn't see in the gcs or the same ashes or whatever or anyone else in town like at all totally you know yeah, man, that's that. That was a, a big draw. Yeah. I'm such a bad customer because I'm I, I'm a musician. Just like don't have money to spend on gear all the time. I get it. But like I, uh, but 
I, for a long time, I was like really into like I was a big gearhead yeah. and I was like working in the music stores and stuff. So like just seeing the collection that you guys had was super yeah. impressive. Yeah, it's fun. And I just got to go with the small companies and those small companies. I usually talk to like the dude who makes the pedal, like right. uh, like Old Blood, Brady. It's the guy who started it and like. I talked to him on the phone or like yeah, what we wanted to know what was the difference between talking to like you know somebody a fender versus yeah. somebody a Greer dude it's just like I'm just talking to the dude man and they're just like <laughs> they're stoked like it's sometimes or it's like the other dude you know the company is like four people right and like right. well you know and it's like four friends and so like there's the one guy who started it has all the ideas the proponent and he's got a buddy who does the marketing and sales and then he's got two buddies that are building the stuff off of his designs you know right. so I'm usually talking to the guy who owns the company or the guy who is the head marketing of sales or whatever and they're super cool or like their main sales rep is pretty small and yeah we just like just talk on the phone like shoot the shit and it's like everybody's cool um they're really nice you know it's a little bit less because a lot of the companies are getting bigger like i don't talk to josh on the phone i've talked to him a handful of times but i talked to zach who's like his number two you know, and he started the company with Josh. Like he's been there since the beginning. Right. You know, and um, so like, how is it like as far as customer service and like just overall doing business with yeah. guys like that versus like the bigger production line? Do you work with any of the bigger guys? No, never no. have. I don't know. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, I, I have no idea what it's like talking to vendor. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. You, you don't work with like KMC or anybody uh, like that? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah, I have a rep. I have some wholesale accounts with some reps and they're, they're nice. It's just different. It's a little less. It's not that it's an unpersonal. It's just a less, um, like, passion or connection to the gear. It's totally. not like they're selling themselves. They're just selling a product. Like the other guys are, like, selling the thing. Like, that's their brainchild. That's the thing they created, like, from the ground up. is fully their idea. Nobody else has this other idea. And they're, like, you know, and I'm getting it, you know. And this, they're just cool. Like I said, I'll just hit them up and be like, hey, I want to get X, Y, and Z. And I'm like, all right, sure. And then, then what you been up to? Like, all the guys know I play in a band. You know, like uh, all the stuff we do at the shop, they they just know all that stuff. It's like really cool. Hell yeah. Um, yeah, and then like there are some other dudes that like um, this guy Sayer. He represents a few different companies because that's his business is representing these small boutique builders. He takes the load of them having to have a sales team, and I deal with him. And so like I'll go to Nam, hang out with him, do go to parties. Like I'll literally, like, yeah beer with Nick Greer or whatever, you know, or like hang out. It's just cool. Like it's just different. Everybody's really, they're just all really chill. As for lack of a better word, I guess. Totally. <laughs> do you, do you, do you go out to like Nam and do all I've that been stuff? to a few. Um, I went to him before COVID and then I just haven't been out. So I've done the winter Nam in uh, Anaheim, which was just like a whirlwind. I went to the Reverend party and that was really fun. And, uh, um, Mike Watt was playing guitar or Mike Watt, bass player. He played in the Minuteman, a couple okay. other things. Um, he's just kind of like a punk legend. Gotcha. So, like he was playing, that was really cool. And um, yeah, they did it at this place called the Rock Bar, which is owned by the dude in Lit. I think. Uh, I think that's the the band. Hey, the, the copyright. Oh, yeah, yeah, thank you. <laughs> YouTube is definitely flagging That's one of the only one. songs Thanks, I can play on guitar, actually. Well, like, that was cool. Like, I'm just rubbing elbows with, like, Ken Haas and Zach, who's the main rep who's been there for a long time. And um, and then I did the Nashville one, and I went to the five spot is where I think, like, Old Blood, Greer, and um, I think, I can't remember who else, a couple other companies were all together there and just hanging out and stuff like that and just, like, it's just really fun. It's just like they're like it's like networking, but not really. I hate networking. I'm so bad at it. Yeah, I'm just like 
don't like anybody. I don't like anybody who likes doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Finance bros. Yeah. I like how I like how Billy kind of like looks at me while he says that. No, no, no. I was just looking at you. I don't think you like doing it either. I don't. Yeah. I don't like doing it. I'm you won't not shy away I, from it. Though. Yeah, I'm not. But you take the opportunity. Yeah, I'm not bad at it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I know. I know how to like. I know how, like I can turn, turn on, on the person, yeah, the go. personal bit, like personability thing yeah. when I want to. But it's uh, it's it's work though. It's yeah. like I'm a, I'm a very introverted person. Totally. So it's just naturally. But yeah. Um, so uh, I feel that, but yeah. it's definitely like you have to do it kind of thing. So it's like whatever. You know, what's like uh, what's like your biggest seller at your store? Biggest seller is the Julia from Walrus Audio uh, chorus pedal. That's a core. Okay. Yeah, that's pedal. probably the number one thing I've sold the most of. And what is your return policy? Because I got a Walrus Audio pedal that I got. Oh, yeah, take. you got one too, don't you? Oh, I, I was joking. Oh, <laughs> I man. bought that shit like literally like three yeah. years ago. Oh, yeah. No. I'll, <laughs> it, I'll buy it off of you, you though. Buy it off me? <laughs> Word. Fuck yeah, bro. I, I owe Westbrook some money right now. Yeah. So. <laughs> Bring it and I'll buy it. I love buying gear, man. Fuck oh, and yeah. the, so the whole other side of the store, besides like all the new stuff, and um, man, there was one other thing I was going to talk about. The damn so Oh, the other one in Nashville, I saw Greg Cock um, play uh, for the Reverend Party, and that was sick. And Pete Anderson. Pete Anderson yeah. played guitar yeah. for Dwight Yoakam. Oh, hell yeah. So, like, he's awesome. But, like, yeah, but Greg Cock was absolutely insane. Uh, super cool. Very nice. But just watching him play guitar. He's coming to Jacksonville, actually. Actually, 16th. I really want him on the pod. So, if, uh, he's coming to town on the 16th. He's a big influence of mine. So that's, that's awesome. That's you, you're gonna, I'm assuming you're going to go see him. I definitely am. Yeah. Talk Marshall Trio or? I think it is. I Woo-hoo. have a gig that night, so I don't know if I'm going to be able to make it. We play later, so hopefully I can. But yeah, I saw him live and it was nuts, dude. He plugged straight into his amp, his signature amp. It's got the harmonic trim on it. It sounded like he's playing a univibe. It was nuts. The guy's That's insane, amazing. bro. Yeah, got that gristle. Yeah, he's nuts. The, that guitar is sick. I have one of those in the shop right now, too. It's like, Really? Yeah, it's like his signature with the Fishman Fluence pickups that he's got. Hell yeah. It's basically like a white guard, black guard tail. You push the button, it's like pretty much a boost. It's so sick. Hell yeah. But then the whole other thing that the shop that I do is I go to guitar shows. Right. And if you've never been to a guitar show, it's really cool. Um, so it's like going to like a trade show or a gun show. Where what, like like a boat guys, like a boat show yeah but it's like old guys just selling a bunch of guitars yeah so it'll be at like a fairground oh like a flea market yeah ish um but it's like different companies so that's where like to like tell you the secrets if you want to know where like you're like how does Chicago Music Exchange have that vintage guitar they buy it at a guitar yeah buy show. it at guitar shows yeah so there's all the big dudes dude it's so weird like. So I, I do one in or I go to Orlando, I go to Asheville. Um, I've done an Atlanta one. I've done a Nashville one. Um, the big ones are like Guitarlington in Texas, and there's a big one in Philly that I'm trying to get to. It's did, just did you say Guitarlington? That's what they call we it. Need to open, <laughs> we need so to open great. up a, guitar, yeah. a Guitarlington in Arlington in Jacksonville. Yeah. Oh my god, yeah, that's perfect. Yeah, yeah. Guitar- maybe not in Arlington. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe literally anywhere yeah. else, bro. <laughs> Arlington, Arlington, Arlington is, fucks, bro. Yeah, that's where I grew up, my guy. Mm-hmm. Wow, bro. Wow, Bill. <laughs> wow. Wait, I fucking I'm lived a, over there too. I'm offended. I'm just he's, kidding. He's offended, be, be offended. I fucking <laughs> I grew up there too. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, man. I low key joke about just moving to Arlington and just getting away from everything. <laughs> 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 no offense, Arlington. We love you. But Not that selling place out. You're dumb. cashing in in Arlington. Oh, yeah. That's it's, right. It's a cash grab. Yeah. I have I have an idea because like, I play piano. I, yeah. I I would very much like somebody to make it in like an industri- sorry industry. What am I trying to say? An indestructible sustained pedal. Oh yeah, good luck. Just what? Just make that. Yeah, good luck. 
Whatever. Yeah. I thought it was a great idea. It would be a great idea that should exist. But, but you only but you can't but, make money off of it though. Yeah, yeah but Oh man, things it's are not you know, about money. You know, though. things are built specifically to break now. I understand. So I'm yeah. curious. Do, do you deal? Do you deal with that? Do you do you see that from 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 companies where you're like, yo, yeah. you purposely made this shit cheap? Um, I mean, there's definitely cutting costs. Like, there's specific cut, cost cutting where, like, uh, a big thing is like, you know, why most companies are doing like, um, they do the jacks on the top of the pedal and the power jack on the top. That's because they can mount it to the board. Mm. Instead of soldering and plugs on the side or separate, it's cheaper to make. Yeah, totally. Um, it's just so fucking inconvenient. A little bit, for sure. Yeah. Um, so that's like that's one thing that's like a cost cut. But uh, you know, everything's built pretty rough. Things go out. I mean, your pedals, you're stomping on them. Like they're gonna, their dirt's gonna get them. They're gonna break. Totally. You know, it's just one of them things. Like, Henry Henry Ford made the Model A uh, uh, truck or car, whatever you want to say it, and his tagline on it was the only car you'll ever have to buy your entire life. Totally. And then everybody was like, oh, don't do that. Yeah. That's a bad idea. Yeah. And then like 20 years later, they were like, oh, no, I, we were going to have everybody buy a new car every year. That, yeah. th that's our new model. It's the same thing with light bulbs. Yeah, yeah. That, that guy that had like, there's still oh, yeah, light bulbs going that. for like 100 years or some yeah. shit. It's still going. Well, they talk about like, you know, like it used to be back in the day, like you can repair your refrigerator and your dishwasher and yeah, all those yeah. things. Now it's like, that thing breaks, get a new one. Yeah. Like nobody's going to fix it. You're not going to get it fixed. 100%. Yeah, Steve Jobs wouldn't let you open up the computer. That man's a fucking genius. Don't you At disrespect <laughs> I'm just joking. I'm just, I don't fucking know anything. Oh, you haven't read his his biography. No. Uh, my buddy read it. That's the only reason. Why that's I'm the not only. A, I'm not a big reader. Same. I will say yeah. that's the only bio picture where it's actually good. Bio picture. Yeah. Bio, why do you say the biopic? Biopic. Because I don't know how to say it. Yeah. So I'll say bi biographical picture. Okay. I've never yeah. seen. I haven't seen that one. So watch the, Watch the Steve Jobs one because it's like it's, it's a little tongue in cheeky uh, though, uh, isn't it? Oh my god! No, it's not. It's actually really good. It's the dude from. Yeah, I know who. I forget. Um, I'll, yeah, thank you, Michael Fassbender. Okay, I don't know who that is. Uh, he played he you played the British dude in uh, Inglorious Bastards. I still don't know the, who he is. the three guy. You know what I'm talking about? Still don't know. Nah. It's okay. He was also Magneto <laughs> in the X, New X Men. He wasn't a Nazi. I know. I was, but he wasn't Nazi. He was doing a Nazi circle back. Yeah, I was. I was recalling the, a the bit. David Bowie thing. David. Anyways, indestructible <laughs> sustain pedal. Thank yeah, that Jack. sounds like a great idea. But uh, again, I'll I talk to somebody because I don't know. <laughs> so, I'm yeah. just <laughs> I bought Jack to start pulling strings. Uh, I'm, I must have bought in the past 15 years, like at least like I was, I'm going to say close to 40. I believe sustain pedals. They definitely break all the time. It's ridiculous. And I do. Yeah. I understand I'm playing standing up. I understand that I'm a gigging musician. So yeah. I use it a lot more than somebody normally would. But yeah. at the same fucking time, it's just a transistor just touching each other. Yeah. What if like your light switch broke every like, you know, sixty fucking days? Well, what if you stomped on it with your foot? Yeah, ten times. What about that? Yeah, start or stomping literally. on your light switch. I don't know. Yeah, you see the <laughs> the the battle sh the battleship that's over in uh, uh, that's stationed um, here that's decommissioned mm -hmm. in, in Jacksonville next to the Main Street Bridge. No, I haven't seen that. They built those fucking things to last forever. Well, I mean, there's lives at stake, right? So Come on, America. <laughs> <laughs> That's why, this, this why we need fearless leader back. I'm telling you. Oh, okay. my gosh. Get a, get a popular opinion. Oh, yeah. boy. He's he got Gene going over there. Oh, boy. I'm fucking around. I hate that guy. I can't. <laughs> by, by the way, we can't hear you back there. Is that, that mic is not turned on. It's not as turned on. It's not in your face. Oh, close to my mouth. Never mind. Yeah, Sorry. I don't know how to We have to share this, and I'm lazy. Oh, okay. Well, you know. You sound great, by the way. Sounds very nice. <laughs> it's 
some uh, good content, bud. Yeah, um, love content. So before we get on yeah. to our last couple of segments here, let's talk some more about country music. Oh yeah, um, I love country music. So what? Is, so you grew up in Jacksonville, right? So sure like, did. Did, My was whole life. was that something? <laughs> was that something that you were kind of raised on? It was just no, no. Okay. So. Um, yeah, like my music, like growing up, um, most of my musical influence is from my dad. He doesn't play music, but like he has a big record collection. He's seen every band that you would want to see. Like it's insane. He saw Zeppelin in like 75. He saw The Who in the 70s. He saw The Stray Cats randomly, which The Stray Cats were like my favorite band. I still really like them. Big Brian Setzer fan. He's but, amazing, yeah. Um, yeah, I have the opportunity to meet him a handful of times. He also Very crushed nice. it in uh, La Bamba as Eddie, Eddie Cochran. Yeah. So. And Country Bears. Let's not forget that. I great. didn't see I'm that. Just <laughs> I was going to say, I don't know what the fuck that is. Yeah, this is a Disney movie. He's in that movie. It's oh, really okay. funny. That's true. He is in that movie. I forgot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got a leopard print guitar. It's very cool. I literally only got into Brian Setzer because I love Eddie Cochran. Yeah, we, sick. It, I lo- that's awesome. You love Eddie Cochran. I love Eddie Cochran. Yeah, that's I, awesome. I love Richie Valens. I yeah. love Buddy Holly. I love that. Yeah. And I remember watching the documentary when I was a kid on VH1 Behind the Scenes. Yeah. And it was like about Richie Valens. Behind the music. Behind the music. Behind my the bad. Music. Sorry. I was little fucking fried. Yeah, sorry. Um, <laughs> uh, but I watched that documentary when I was like in fourth grade, and yeah. then I became obsessed with Richie Valens and Buddy Holly, and I and I, I saw La Bamba, which, and then I was like, uh, my dad told me who Brian Setzer was, and then yeah. he was playing Eddie Cochran, and I discovered Eddie Cochran, and I was like, oh, now I like Brian Setzer because I love Eddie Cochran. Yeah. So well, Eddie Cochran blues. was like his big influence. Yep. You know, it's crazy about Eddie. I mean, one, he died when he was twenty-one. Yep. Um, which is crazy. So Ooh. young. So young. I know, man. Um, All those guys. Richie Valens was seventeen. Yeah. Insane, dude. When he died. Yeah. I didn't yeah, you know. know that young. Uh, Good lord. Waylon Jennings was supposed to be on that plane too. Really? Mm-hmm. No yep. shit. Yeah, because and because uh, also another country music tidbit, like the Big Bopper, he wrote White Lightning, that big George Jones oh, song. Oh, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. And um. So, uh, but shoot, oh yeah, Eddie Cochran. But he was doing the, um, he was doing the Les Paul thing. He was multi doing the multi tracking and all that stuff. Like, I mean, um, if I remember correctly, I'm pretty sure Eddie Cochran played a lot of the instruments on his early recordings himself too. Really? Nobody was really doing that. Like, he was kind of like a one man show ish. No, but he shit. was doing all that stuff with Les Paul, messing with tape machines and doing recording and all that stuff too. No shit. But like being a kid, literally a kid. That's amazing, man. Yeah, it's insane to think about like how young people were like back in the day, and you see pictures of them, they look so much older. But like, it's just like, what was they I were, doing when I was twenty one? Bro, but, <laughs> no, those guys were fucking going through the ringer though. Too, the industry at that time was so different. Like, oh, they yeah. were, like be, being successful was like, yeah, you you would see financial success, but it was also like the lifestyle, not that it's not hard today, but the technology back then, like oh, you're traveling yeah. in like these grimy ass buses and not like even buses. They would do like tours in cars, cars and shit. Yeah, man. And they would like, just have their guitar and show up and play with whatever was there. Exactly. It sounds tight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it is a simpler time. Man. I did some of that, yeah. like some of those. I used to play in blues bands back in South Florida, so I did some some of like the Chitlin Circuit stuff. Okay, and I like play like the the Bradford Bill Blues Club in Tallahassee, which is like BB King and oh, okay, all cool. those guys stopped out like on their way up. But like you imagine those places like back in the day, Probably wild. And you're just like I'm talking like backwoods Panhandle Florida shit. These guys are coming through yeah. here like just. You're just like, whoa, sounds man. sick, man. It was. I mean, some of those spots were dope as fucking. It was cool because yeah. I'm 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 like I. I grew up with like blues and like early rock and roll and stuff. So yeah. like playing those clubs was, was just like a th- for me a cool thing. Yeah. But just to envision that time 
like traveling under, under those circumstances. It's just, it's, it's wild, man. Yeah. That sounds wild. Yeah. I love all the early rock and roll stuff. That's kind of what I grew up on. Elvis, Beatles, then like the who and like all that stuff. Hell like, yeah. Then it expanded. Like I wanted to play guitar because of, um, it's hard to think about now. <clears throat> ACDC and 10 years after 10 years after it was like one of my dad's favorite bands. So like my first guitar was like the dot, like 335 and all that stuff. So, but then <clears throat> I got heavy into rockabilly, and that was like the big part of it. And that's where the country stuff was the big thing. Right. Like Hank Williams and he's uh, my favorite. Oh yeah. Thought it out. Yeah, Hank is incredible. It's again very young when he died. It's just like sad songs for men with broken hearts. Yeah. And I listened to that album when I was <laughs> driving home from our A1A show. <laughs> I was like, I'm fuck, I don't feel good. Put on some fucking Hank. Yeah, it's good. It feels stuff. more sad. <laughs> it's so good stuff. He's so good. And like I mean, I love I like all the Hanks except for Junior. <laughs> yeah. Everyone, Nobody doesn't any, like him. Any country music fan will tell you the same shit, I feel yeah. like. Yeah, I mean like I'm a big Hank three guy also. Me too. I, I've seen Hank three so many times. So many times. Wish Outlaw he would do music I saw his son recently at Archetype. Hank Hank three four. Oh, he, he goes by Hank four. He goes by four. Fucking hilarious. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's, um, but yeah, he played an archetype. His music's, um, different for sure. What, like, what is it? Dubstep. It's like, it's dubstep. No, it's, it's dubstep. still like country, but it's like a little more like, it's like a little more swampy, I guess. Okay. Kind of thing. JJ Nothing, Gray meets country. Nothing's like upbeat. It's like a little more like mellower. Okay. Uh, it's just different. It's hard to just Maybe like folky kind of. Simply folky. He was a train kid, so like that kind of explains part of it. Okay. That's what he said at least. A train kid like drops a Jupiter. Okay. But <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> yeah, the dude followed train around on tour like yeah. a fucking jackass. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> likes train. No train like, kid. You, that's Everybody likes I mean, Nobody does not like train. Don't get me started on fucking oh, pop bands and no one likes. It makes no goddamn sense. <laughs> <laughs> anyways. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, I started, I just like, I've always liked all that kind of stuff and classic country. And then within the last few years, I just started deep diving more and more into like all this other stuff like 90s and 80s and, you know, Waylon. Within the last few years, I mean, I've always listened to like that stuff off and on. You like John Michael Montgomery? Yeah, we play, we play, um, oh, what's the Michael Montgomery? Wait, Dust on the Bottle, we play that song. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 he's from where I'm from. Oh, that's funny. And he uh, he had a... Uh, Wait, a, no, is Dust on the Bottle? That's not John Michael. It's David... Uh, oh, man. No. Oh, my God. I'm I don't know any now. of his songs, but he's he's from... <laughs> he's, he's from... He's he from, likes him. Like, yeah. I also don't know any of his music. No, 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 no I don't. Yeah. But he's from, he's from Nicholasville, Kentucky, and he, uh, he had a... I remember when I was growing up, he had his own restaurant. Oh, boy. That's it was, it was pretty weird, but it, but it, but yeah. it used to be a go-kart track. Um, and then he turned it into a restaurant. Yeah, called John yeah. Michael McDonald. Sounds like a classy city you grew up in. That sounds like a nice place. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it sounds like a real yeah. nice place. Yeah, real but nice. I just love it, man. The guitar playing is fun. Like Telecaster guitar, it's like you can't get enough of it. Like, Bro, let's talk dudes. about fucking Danny Gatton. Danny Gatton's the man. I fucking like that kind of chicken picking, like 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 um. Midwestern swing kind of shit. Yeah, Danny like, Gatton's wild. Oh my god, that's what I had a telecat a telly for a long time because that like those guys sold me on it, man. Yeah. It was that whole that whole fucking. I'm genre. a big Brent Mason guy. As, Love oh him, yeah, man. yeah, he's so he's gnarly. I my guitar is fully Brent Mason out. I got a Glazier Bender on it. I went, yeah. I, I met I went to I literally was in Nashville and I went to um Glazier shop. I kind of met a dude that works there and I hit him up. I was like, hey, I'm gonna be in Nashville. Like, could I drop my guitar off and get a Bender put on before my gig? 
And he was like, yeah, sure, no problem. No shit. So like, I roll in there, and Joe Glazer's there. I was like, this is Joe Glazer. Holy crap. <laughs> and he was like, check this out. And he hands me the Brent Mason prototype guitar that like Brent what? tested. And like, and then I played a Glazer Telly, which if you've never played a Glazer Telly, nobody has besides like celebrities, but because they don't exist. <laughs> um, but it was insane. It was so sick. But yeah, he just like showed me. He was like, oh, yeah, I'm doing a neck reset for Vince. I was like, like. Vince Hill? He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, okay. <laughs> cool, like only bro. working on the sickest stuff, dude. <laughs> yeah. Guy was so cool, though. But yeah, he slapped a bender on my guitar. I played it that night. It was incredible. That doesn't take any kind of routing or anything? No, he's like, yeah, the Ricky Skaggs Glazier is my Ooh. favorite one. It's like purple. So um, we have That one's sick, too. That's pretty. So, uh, Billy, for for the bender stuff, it's like they... they yeah, I was going to ask, what is that? So that they take like... It's like a... Wah, 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 wah. Yeah, it's like... <laughs> like a whammy bar? No, no, no. It's, it, 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 it's like usually like 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 one or two strings, or you can you can kind of modify it how yeah. you want, but like you press like a... It's kind of like, like, like a... This that's the bending arm. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's kind of like what it, it, what it is the, It bends a, the B string up a whole step, essentially. So it's just like a, like a pedal steel, but... It's exactly a, what the influence is from yeah. a pedal yeah. steel, essentially. Like, and Joe was like a steel player back in the day, and that's his tech. His tech is different. His is like not like a Parsons bender where they route out the whole thing, which is okay. like the original bender like Marty Stewart has, right, who's right. also like the best um, in that one. So that's a Parsons bender that routes out more. So Whoa, his it's is like a, inside the guitar. Yeah, it's yeah. in the guitar. Joe's is a different technology and it's Neat. so smooth. But having him work on the guitar just added like mojo to it. And so it's like it was cool. Like he was like stoked on it. And I just have like a crappy Mexican Telecaster, but I've modded it like heavily. And he's like, this thing sounds pretty good. It's like, thanks, Joe. (laughs) (laughs) Those, uh, the the thing about Mexi Fenders is that you can mod them and make them sound and play. I mean, like the early 2000s. I've had that guitar since 2008. Bro. Yeah. I mean, like you can make those things if, as long as if you change out like the pickups and like all the, like, the electronics, yeah. then that thing's as good as an I American. Just, I literally just like what is Brent Mason's pickups, and yeah. I just bought them and put them in the guitar. What, 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 what were they? It's the uh, the Seymour Duncan. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so it's in the bridge. It's the um, the vintage stack, and then the neck is a vintage stack. The only thing I have different. He has the mini humbucker. I have the vintage stack set. Okay. But then the secret sauce is the middle pickup is the um hot stack it's a rail pickup mm-hmm. from um minus like i bought a vintage one i found one from like the 80s you can't find them oh, no with shit. the i wanted the red cover again because i like that thing about me man is like i become obsessive over the thing that i'm into so yeah. i want to know every detail so right. i was like what every minute detail about brent that he was doing and so yeah he had the vintage stack with the red so I tracked down the red one. Is there a difference well. in like the resistance and, and all that? And um, all that it's stuff. just a really high output, essentially. Right, and then right. you only wire in the top coil of it because it's a stack coil. Okay. And you just use the top coil because you already had the vintage stack that's like a hot pickup as well. And so then you blend in. The middle pickup is on a blend knob. So oh, okay. it's no, it's not. That's how you get that tone. It's not like a straight up five way, like a strat. Right. You blending in the middle. So like it's just to like smooth it out. And that's kind of how they got that tone in the eighties and late eighties, early nineties. Okay. That's dope. 
Billy's yeah. Boar is fucking. Yeah, sorry, we're talking about guitars. guitars. You play keys. It's, well, it's just I just don't know yeah. anything you're talking well, about. Well, he thinks that uh, Derek Trucks and Stevie Ray Vaughan sound exactly the same. Yeah, so did you, he oh, thinks all guitars. Did are you know the same. that Stevie Ray Vaughan played? Uh, I just learned this. I never that he said played that. on. Um, <laughs> by the way, just, let, just letting everyone know, <laughs> he played on the David Bowie. Uh, Let's yeah, Dance he did. Record. I did. Know yeah. that. Dude, I just I found that out. I had no idea. No, I told you about that. No, you didn't. My mom told me about that back in the day. No, mom told me that back in the day. Oh boy. I love it. I no, love you did one. tell me that. You're right. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Yeah, yeah I, I had, did. I was like, "Are you fucking serious?" Yeah, yeah I was had no clue. And it's, I think it's before like Stevie Ray Vaughan was really uh, anybody. N- anybody. Yeah. yeah, it was like early '80s, late yeah. '70s, early '80s. Crazy. Yeah. Now yeah. it all makes sense because the guitar solos and that stuff is sick. It's sick, but it also like it doesn't like make any sense either. I, I love I love Let's Dance though. Like yeah, that, it's, it's yeah, it's great. But eighties like, Bowie is pretty yeah. good. Yeah, I, I'm not saying I'm not yeah. saying we're not gonna have any casualties, guys. I'm just saying <laughs> the eighties can go. The eighties are oh, man, I love the eighties. So much. There's yeah, a lot of too. great stuff, especially yeah. like ACDC. I yeah, thought yeah. Brian Johnson like kind of yeah. made. I, I thought it was. I like him don't more than Bon Scott. Oh, man. I'm sorry. I I'm mean, sorry. You, actually, you can say that. That's fine. I mean, Back in Black know. was such a fucking like perfect Dude, rock and roll record. I hated Back in Black for the longest time because of how big you shook me off. I'm such a person that I hate the thing that's popular. I know. I can feel and that. And I'm big yeah. time into like, I want to know the thing that other people don't know. So like my music, like I'm always trying to find something different on music or whatever. So it's like, it's I only deep listen state. to this thing. Basically, it's fucking deep. So like, state. I hated, state, I hated Back in Black for the longest time because of that song, and I still skip that song when I listen to the record. It's a great usually, song. but um, but it's like, like I, everything else in the record sounds so good. The drums sound incredible. Yeah, on the bro. Uh, Phil, uh, oh, I can't remember Jackson. Uh, no, nope. Yep, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love yeah. your energy. Yeah, <laughs> he went to jail for a while too. The drummer. Oh, yeah, my un- my so my uncle was in the band back in the day called um, Critical Mass. I thought you were going to say he was in ACDC. No, but he was friends with those guys. They they record they 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 were like a punk like a like a pop punk of this like the seventies, you know. And and they recorded at Abbey Road and like Chris Chris Squire from from Yes producer record. Wow. And uh, and they were recording there at the same time. The ACDC was recording there, so they would see them and hang out with them in the studio, with like Bon Scott and like That's all those tight. guys. So like, obviously, my my uncle's super partial to Bon Scott and like that yeah. era. But for me, no, Brad Johnson's rad. I mean, like that was that was the the first ACDC record that I got when I was in middle school. Yeah, and like, and then my uh, my uncle showed me the Bon Scott stuff later, which I which mm-hmm. I enjoyed. But I was, but to me, Back in Black is like the perfect rock and roll record. Totally, it's like from front to back. And granted, yeah, it all sounds like the same. But that's what makes mm-hmm. it so perfect. They, they were so authentically them. And Angus Young, nobody gets an SG tone. Uh, nobody gets an SG to sound like that. Dude, he's incredible. Like yeah. even now, he's still killing it. I saw them. I saw him twice when they came back with the Black Eyes. I saw him twice on that tour. And it was just, I mean, that was a few years ago now. But even then, man, I was just like, holy crap. I got to say, I've never listened to an ACDC album like front, really? to, oh, man. front to back. I know all my, their fucking songs, but I've never like yeah. listened. Like, my favorite dive. is uh, Let There Be Rock. Fuck um, yeah. Because I remember that I read that they recorded that record by turning their amps up like all the way and then like facing up against the wall. And like when you listen to that, there's some guitar stuff where it sounds like Angus's guitar is like exploding. Yeah. It's just like the craziest feedback stuff that comes in and out of the tunes. Like that record sounds so raw. Hell yeah. And like I really like that record a lot. I think it's like so sick. Like I was like 
13 playing a guitar recital playing let there be rock going down i feel like everybody <laughs> yeah everybody like when they were first started playing guitar was like studying Angus oh, Young, yeah man. for sure it's like every kid learned how to play this because it was like, like also like obtainable to play totally it was and so and so much fucking attitude too because yeah. so like you could if you can nail those like like to me rock and roll ain't noise pollution is which was on the back and black yeah. album, which was like one of my favorite songs by them. That do 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 boom boom, like that okay. that riff right there. Yeah, God, it's my <laughs> fuck, bro. God damn it, bro. Yeah, three for three, boys. We're gonna yeah. have to delete this entire thing. <laughs> it wouldn't be the first time. Where's like where's like uh, where's like the Greta Von Fleet for ACDC? Oh for man, for God's sakes, let's just not let that happen. Let's make it happen. You I know mean, what I mean, <sighs> yeah, I don't. I you know what's funny? I haven't. I've never listened to them. Um, I've seen oh, all the stuff. Put on a Zeppelin record. Yeah. I, yeah, I know. No, you have listened to them. Yeah, you yeah. have. I guess that's yeah. true. Just let Zeppelin one. It's like yeah. Yeah. anybody. He, here's here's yeah. he, here's the thing with Greta Van Fleet. Anybody that tells me they love that band has has literally never listened to Zeppelin. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Maybe and they like them too. I'm not. No, no. no I'm not that being facetious. Me, that, I, I'm saying yeah. that they actually are just uneducated on Zeppelin. Oh, <laughs> it's like you heard Stairway to Heaven, and we're like, yeah, yeah that's about it for me. Stairway denied. I'm not. I'm, <laughs> I'm not talking shit about ACDC by any means because yeah. they are like the legends, you know, at, totally. at rock and roll. But like they they have a formula. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. And so that formula, like... If it works, I guess do it. Yeah, yeah. of course. And it's like, yeah. there's a big cheese factor to every one of their songs, which yeah. is like, it's corny, but at the same time, like, yeah. it's fucking... It, it's they're also, original. It's all, yeah, it's also really yeah. like, like, Long Way to the Top if you want to rock and roll, which is Bon Scott. Like, I mean, that's like, like, that whole song is just about, like, grinding it out and be like, but if you want to fucking play the game, if you want to see what we see, it's a fucking, you gotta, you gotta like grind it out. It's a long way to the, the way, top. If you want to, but wanna the, way they, the way, the way that the lyrics work for like any of their songs, is like, you, you're you're putting a lot of words in their mouth and thinking that that's deep. No, it's it's not, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's not that it's deep. Yeah, yeah, no one's yeah. saying that it's deep. You can say anything. It's like 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 a horoscope basically. So do you, do you, songs. But you haven't listened to. Like, mm. I'm, first off, I'm not, I've, okay. I'm not you, saying they're you, deep. You would have to tell me an ACDC song that I haven't heard of before. Long way to the top if you want to rock and roll. Of course, I've heard that song. Rock and roll, noise pollution. Yes, of course, I've heard that song. Just listen to the whole I'm back and black idiot. album. Listen to any of their earlier shit yeah. too with Bon Scott. Everybody's it's, heard those it's, songs. The, it's, let the be rock record is. That's a cool right. one to try. It, it's it's yeah. just like it, it's not that it's deep, it's right? Not deep. Like nothing about like but what, what talking you were saying. About you gotta, about, I was like, no, but those lyrics, dude. I'm not saying they're. <laughs> I'm not saying they're. No, I'm saying that it's it's cool because it's like it's, it, yeah. it, they're just kind. It, it's just it's it's a especially at that time where rock and roll was kind of like this this like the the, the, the like the conservative kind of right was very very like prominent at that time so it was like yeah. censoring like you know like certain things like can't do the, it's like anti I think if you have to thing. say the words rock and roll in your song and the lyrics it's pretty cheesy uh, but it's the 70s man it's not now right yeah. if it's now then yeah it's fucking cheesy that's but, rock and roll man yeah <laughs> yeah exactly that that's what I'm trying to say it's I pretty cheesy rock I watched Airheads roll. the other night yeah exactly <laughs> that's a uh, The Lone Rangers <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly it's you know, people. What was that? Uh, that movie with um, uh, Ryan Reynolds and and what's her? Uh, uh, I forget what her name is, but it's like uh, he's like he plays. Van Wilder. Like, no, no, no. Just Friends. Whatever. Oh. And then that. Oh, when he's fat and then he gets skinny. Yeah, yeah. that yeah. fucking douchey guy that was a nerd in high school and became good looking later on. Rusty something it was his name in the movie. Trombone. I he, think. Yeah. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> and he just goes like he just goes like 
his response to everything is like rock and roll. Yeah, yeah he's yeah. such a douchebag. <laughs> yeah, rock and roll. Do you find that uh, you gravitate more towards like lyrics when you listen to the song? No, he does. Oh, okay. I, I like the other part. He's I a kinda, synthesizer guy, but it has yeah. it doesn't yeah. have synths. He's not into it. For the floor synthesizers. That's definitely not true because I do like songs with lyrics and everything like that yeah. for sure. But uh, yeah, I'm definitely. I, I, I'm not somebody to memorize lyrics to a song. Yeah, I'm not either. That's just I when just you, can't do it. That's when you brought up about the like lyrics that are not super yeah. deep. That just made me think that. But he like, was trying to make a point. I was like, yeah. I, I stopped him real quick. Yeah. <laughs> Shut him down. You're, not, you're not getting you're not deep getting about that one, dude. Okay, speaking of... <laughs> ACDC oh, is fucking paper thin, and that's fine because it's, it's fine. rock and it's dope. You just leave it at it. that. Yeah. Don't do, you're right. Don't you're try right. to break them apart like You're right, you're right, you're right. I'm just... you know. name of the band is ACDC. Yeah. Yeah. No. With What's that thing. stand for? It's it's the fucking the electrical current, current direct bro. current. Yeah. But do you think it? That's what ba- they were going for. It's like it's deeper. Oh, we're we talking about band names now. Yeah. <laughs> literally about fucking the 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 the, the David and Goliath. What? Fucking no, thing, no, bro. no, bro, no, and, and what's his fucking that's, face? Did they were like, else. that sounds oh dope. Edison, Everybody bro. in the world's gonna be able to fucking tell the what. No, that I'm just saying. Is. We're, this is that. I'm, nope. I'm settling on that right there. No, nope. oh, man. Okay, speaking they're not of, called alternating current, direct current. They're not. That's not their speaking band name. Of, speaking <laughs> of, <laughs> no. Speaking of zero death in ACDC. Oh boy. Band's dope. Just don't don't dive. Speaking of David. shallow shallow wind, you know what I'm oh, saying. Man. Speaking of David and Goliath yeah. uh, scenarios, yeah. Cash App is uh, is is now sponsoring uh, artists. By the way, guys, we have a new segment that yeah. we're going to start doing. I don't know what we're calling it yet. <laughs> it's the Cash App, right? Kelly oh, Blue Blue. Blue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're not fucking. That's no product placement for them. We're edit that part out. Oh, boy. <laughs> um, I couldn't so, come up with a name yet. Yeah, we don't know what the segment's called yet. So if you guys have anything something, uh, to interject, something let us with know. bottom and bill and news and oh, radar, yeah. radar or something. You yeah. know. But anyways, but what's happening right now is Cash App is funding albums for uh, artists. They're becoming. Artists. A, they're basically becoming a label. Right. Except yeah. that there's no. There's no. They haven't disclosed how they're gonna recoup their investment. So people are thinking that it's like a grant. However. They also bought out Title, yeah. which is a streaming platform. For those who don't know, it's a streaming platform that offers like high definition yep. uh, um, uh, streaming, so you can listen to music and it's not going to sound terrible like it does on Spotify or for sure YouTube. No offense. Um, however, so people are th- so the speculation is that they're going to be offering exclusivity deals with Title. Yeah, that's what I. That's definitely what it is. For right. Sure. They're trying to get more people on their platform. Right. They're trying to up what they're doing because the thing is. You, Dude, you can't compete with Spotify. Nope. Right. Like the the thing about Spotify is like, you know, everybody's like Apple Music blah, 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 or whatever. But Spotify is like their app is so good. Yeah, you can't beat it. Yeah. And it's like the algorithms are great. It kind of like directs your listening. They like pay attention. I mean, maybe they're watching maybe too much, but uh they're like kind of they can direct what you're listening to, find similar artists. It's like so well like it's, made. It, and even beyond that, it's it, what, what I've realized with, with all streaming platforms, including movies, uh, movie streaming platforms, it's that it's that it's the layout. You know what I mean? It's so yeah. easy and user friendly. Like I, I know it's the same thing when I'm going through like Netflix and like other things. I'm like, okay, Netflix yeah. is by yeah. far the most like just visually appealing one to be yeah. on. Amazon is too cl- is too clunky. What do they call and that? It's it's user interface, interface. GUI. Yeah. 
Uh, I think is what it's called, right? GUI. Yeah, yeah, yeah. GUI. Yeah. It's got a really good GUI. Right. Okay. Yeah. What's the G stand for? Uh, good. 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 Yeah. Okay. No, uh, I, actually, I don't know what the can't G. Can't be real. It's good yeah. user interface. Yeah. GUI. I don't. But but that's the whole. That's the whole. That's I just would. Huge I hope point. it's that. I hope <laughs> yeah. that's like, what can, it can is. Can you look that up? What, yeah. Yeah. yeah the, the, I'm sure. Graphic. Graphic. Okay. GUI. So Spotify by far has. I've done Apple. Amazon is terrible. Yeah. And like I've I've. Like by far, Spotify is the best one. Yeah, Nugs is pretty good, actually. Is it? I'm gonna shout out to Nugs if you like. But it's all it's a lot of live performances. Most no, not not necessarily. There's actually just Grateful Dead recordings from the 70s. That is 100 (laughs) percent true. There are a lot of those. But by the way, Nugs, we're looking for a sponsor. Uh, Oh my god, they got any of those John Mayer recordings or what? Yes, they have John Mayer. They have like almost any band you can think of. They've got like Metallica live shows from all the way back. That actually sounds kind of sick. There you go. Uh, And 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 not the Grateful Dead ones, but the (laughs) Teach their own. If you don't like the Grateful Dead, that's fine. Like whatever. If you're like one in you know a million, that doesn't like the Grateful Dead. But the whole point is, is, is Nugs has got a really good GUI too. Like as soon as you uh, are done listening to a show, they're like, if you like this, you're probably gonna like all these bands. Right. That sounds tight. I'll have to check that. Mm -hmm. It's an app. It's an app, but it's not free. Uh, They don't have like. I don't know if they have a free version or not, but I think it's. Twelve ninety nine a month or something like that. Well, what do you guys think about that? Would you guys take like oh, yeah, yeah. like like a uh, a cash app deal? Yeah. for an album, to, uh, but that's to, only going to be on title. Well, they speculatively, don't, yeah. speculatively, where we don't else know is that. it going to be? We don't know. They're not going to make money off of it, so they'd be like only on title. Who knows? Mate, what if yeah. they? What if they? What if their marketing budget, right, for Cash App, if there is one? Here's a great idea. What let's, if it just let, go- let's let a bank start a music label. That's what uh, they do now, though. Uh, how many artists take out loans from it? Doesn't matter. The, yeah. the point being is that, like, what if they what if they allocate most of their marketing budget to just work on title? However, you can still operate on the other platforms. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely going to be. There's no way they're not going to have an integrated thing with the the other thing they own. It's like, why bother? Yeah, exactly. But also, like, how much money are they offering? They don't know. Like, are they going to give you like a like what fifty thousand dollars? They haven't disclosed any financial details yeah. on on the whole thing. All we know is that they're going to be uh, giving money. Well, you know, they're going to be offering money to fund creative endeavors to artists, uh, specifically music, and they just bought out title. So that's yeah. what we know. That, right means, now. that means that they're going to be on title, yeah. and then they're going to. It doesn't mean that they're going to sign an exclusivity deal because if they can, t- if they take a percentage but on the back end, gonna be but that. if they take a percentage on the back end, then they can still see profits from Spotify and from YouTube and from Apple Music and all that, yeah. right? So, but if they just allocate most of their marketing budget to title, mm-hmm. then it still gives preferential treatment to the, the platform they just bought, but they're also not canceling out revenue coming from other platforms. Yeah, it's like a win-win. Yeah, I, yeah, I could see that happening as well, actually. I'm just curious as to what the, the mindset is there, right? Well, if that's the case, then mm-hmm. like, yeah, fucking I fucking, I'm sponsored by Cash App. Yeah, I guess give me some, <laughs> give me money, I guess. Um, I wonder how picky they're going to be with it, though. So that's, like, that's where I had some opinions that I wanted to jump in on this. Yeah. I think... Anton, you called this David and Goliath. I think this is Goliath and Goliath. It's all Goliath. You think man. so? Yeah, we're, like the, we're all the Davids. They mentioned in this article is working with Ariana Grande. Can you like, pull it up? Is there a way to pull it up? Yeah, it's on Gene. Yeah, it's just a couple Philistines. Um, you know what I'm saying? So like, <laughs> that was that was a fucking Bible joke. There you go. Yeah, so it's, <laughs> I, I've been in church four times in my life, so you. I don't know. So it's, um, a, it's a songwriter that worked on "Thank You Next." So like, oh yeah, you're I right. I think they're handing these out to like thirty people. It's a Total money grab for Cash App. That's cash all grab. they're gonna do. This is not gonna be. A th- this is like. This is this is it. I, yeah. This is it right here. You're probably not wrong. It's. 
I mean, the company that bought titles owned by Jack Dorsey. So he owns like, Twitter. It's just, right. It's just how to. He doesn't own Twitter anymore. Oh, he doesn't. Oh, he doesn't. No. I don't know. That. I hey, he sold it. Didn't Elon Musk buy no, Twitter? No, he didn't. No, 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 he, 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 yeah, he just cashed out. Oh, he's, he's just, yeah, no, he, he did. Yeah, no, and now he does yoga like every other billionaire. Elon Musk, that's just funny because he was like, yeah, there's no way to get this to work to scale him out. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. so this, um, yeah, I mean, I don't know, man. Who knows? Like, like maybe, like, it's just, it's funny to me, man, that, that like, like these bigger publications like Rolling Stone and, and like whatever, it's just like there's an entire ecosystem that exists like beneath the surface that these guys just like, don't even talk about right yeah. it's like this idea like the, the, uh, on that that uh, adam neely uh uh vlog that he did about like touring and, and all that stuff with um uh, what was his band's name doesn't matter but like i don't know what you're talking about they're talking about like, like like what it costs to go on tour for bands which, which is like oh yeah know, him yeah, yeah, yeah 17 right. 17 grand or something is like the minimum and i'm like bro like you guys are just overlooking i grant i granted like we don't contribute to the industry financially in the way that like a lot of these bigger bands do but there's an entire ecosystem that exists down here totally. that we're just overlooking like 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 you like you're saying the four or five day runs you know three day runs we've been doing that for years now yeah. it's like how many artists have been doing that for years that we're just not talking about we give them no acknowledgement yeah. but the music that they're putting out is arguably as good in some cases better than what's being put out on, on, on like the na on the international level it's just to me it's just bullshit like like they're talking about independent artists but like you were you're an independent you're an independent artist because you weren't the person that sang on uh what's the area on a grande grande tune thank you uh, next thank you next you weren't the one who sang it but you wrote it but you're yeah. but you're independent because like you don't have her recognition that's bullshit to me like what about the other artists that are trying to like strive to come up and do the thing you yeah. know what i mean i don't think this is going to affect any of us Probably, I don't think we're gonna get any of this money. That's what pisses me off about it, though. <laughs> yeah, you know? because because it what could the, be cool. It, 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 if they gave it to the up and coming mm -hmm. independent artists, I think it could be dope as fuck. Mm -hmm. Oh, but that's it's what like, you're saying. What they're okay. calling what they're calling mm -hmm. independent artists are people that wrote like huge top huge forty shit. pop tunes. Yeah, and because they weren't the ones that sang it, mm -hmm. well, we're contributing to the arts by giving these people a voice. It's like yeah. they're good, man. They made their money. Like, yeah, what about us? You know what I mean? Yeah, I get that. I get that. It, yeah, I think this is um, definitely only going to affect larger artists or larger independents that are probably already have like. I think they're trying to cash in on like they see how like bands are making a lot of money off of TikTok and songs are going viral off of TikTok that like don't they're like nobody or whatever like that. So totally. they're trying to figure out how to get into like that kind of stuff, too, because I think in I read a different article. I searched more about it and they did mention a thing about like TikTok because that's becoming bigger and bigger now too. TikTok. I mean, they, they, they have a whole thing. What yeah, is this? the independent let me artist. Just, uh, let me just chime in. She makes one hundred and twenty-six million dollars. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, she's artist. a struggling, she a fucking grand, a, as str an independent a artist. struggling Fuck artist. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. She like, didn't. It's she one didn't spark do anything. Over, you know? No. I mean, it's just one. Rolling spark. Stone and whoever <laughs> is calling them independent artists, she didn't do anything. No, <laughs> it's not. We're not ragging on her. We're ragging on the industry for calling her an independent I artist. Thanks, Rolling Stone, for that. Yeah. This yeah, uh, up and coming millionaire. Yeah. It's, it's that up and yeah, it's up and coming publication. <laughs> That's really so, funny yeah. to me. Yeah, that's insane. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, independent artist. Independent artist. How are we going to make our new record? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe take out, maybe just like, don't spend like 10 grand on a vacation yeah. and then just write a record. How are we going to fucking, we got to fucking play so many melon mushrooms for this record. <laughs> <laughs> we'll never get it.
Uh, Vicky, how much you got in your bank? Just only got 126 million. Yeah, only 126 yeah. million. Yeah. Here's another. Five. I mean, she's got Go that. She's record. got that. Probably that's you know assets and stuff too. Oh, 100 you know? percent. Yeah, that's her net, if, if that's her net worth. I mean, whatever. Uh, no, you're right. That, I'm an that independent cash artist is not, with like a 10 million dollar home. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so you think it? You think it's a joke then? Because it's I don't just, think it's a joke. I think it's bull. I, I think it's like if you're going to really try and fund the arts. Then like they're not doing that. They're the name of yeah. they have cash in their fucking. It's a cash name. grab. So th- yeah, this cash right grab. here is what I this cash like grab. whole highlighted thing <laughs> right here is like this sums it up. Like there, it's a pop culture reference and like hip hop and stuff. They're just trying to like back it up. They're like, oh, people are referencing us now instead of like cash. It's like yeah, how much money I've got in my cash app. They're just cash app is a great fucking a name like that. They yeah. they've got a great yeah, name. That's a good name. It's awful, also, awful fucking. I app, use Venmo. Though. Also, G- Venmo yeah, yeah, I'm about because Venmo guess guy. why? I have my Venmo card. I use it all. Guess why? Why? What's it called? The GUI. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. it's because Cash App's GUI sucks. It does. You, know? you can Straight use like up. fun emojis on Venmo. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. I'll just scroll through and heart other people's transactions just for fun. <laughs> <laughs> Which is like it's just like <laughs> it's I'm, really creepy. It's, <laughs> yes, thank you. It is that. But that's why it's so funny. It's like <laughs> it's hilarious that you do that just to fuck with people. <laughs> I love that. Oh man. Oh my god, so, that's oh, hilarious. Oh, I saw you bought them sushi. I love that. <laughs> yeah. I love you guys' friendship. <laughs> Yes. I love that you guys are so honest with your finances. <laughs> how about don't make that shit private though, right? Let's see how much you really love your friend. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, man. Well, whatever. Uh, maybe it'll be great. Who knows? I'm sure it's going to be great. It could, maybe it's great. It probably won't be, but let's, here's the hoping, I guess. I heard a similar, not to go like way off topic, but I heard a similar article that, that fucking, that, uh, that they're trying to make tiktok trends into nfts now oh my gosh that, they should do that 100 they should do that how i forgot what the article said i don't know if i didn't send it in that in that email but like that i and we're not gonna find it now but like it is what a wild concept this is an nft for the corn the corn kid yeah literally literally that bro yeah. it's fucking yeah. wild dude but, did you know that uh, this is again deep dive the guy the corn kid song is the same guy who's like made every I did viral song. Yeah, I just yeah, yeah. saw that like the other day. Like, wait, what? He did the uh, what's the um, the 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 rapist the rape one. Oh, the uh, the climbing the, in your windows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did that song. The raping everybody. Raping everybody. Hide your kids. Hide your wife. Hide your kids. Hide your wife. He did yeah. that song. He's he been did. doing it for like ten years. Yeah. Is this the yeah. key of awesome. Isn't that what it is? Or? No, no, it's a different guy. He also did the um. Uh, Chrissy Wake Up song. That's Chrissy like a, Wake Up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he did. It's like one dude making all of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No very, very smart. Like way to like hop on a viral trend like really easily. He's <laughs> probably they, making so much money. There, there's been articles out about uh, people uh, uh, like uh, art. Sorry, um, record labels making songs for TikTok like the A B C D E F U. That song, that, of course. That yeah. that was made like the, the they made Abba songs. Nothing's yeah. real, man. Nothing's real. That's, that's, the simulation that, is all that's written fine. out. That, whatever. That, it's no, a capitalist country. You can make whatever you want. That's uh, that's fine. That, that's NFTs, an obvious. NFTs are great, but I think eventually um, they're going to start doing body parts as NFTs. Hundred percent. Oh my god. What a wild concept. But think about it. Like you'd be like, yeah, I sold my hand, and so somebody owns owns my hand. No, you're right though. Your your body becomes real estate. About yeah, without a doubt. That's you can sell your feet. I mean, I sell, I sell my feet. You know, for somebody yeah. who's only toes for for one of the most <laughs> dense people I I know my in my life. That's a pretty deep thought. But right there. yeah, anything can be an yeah. NFT at this point. 
That fucking house plan is NFT now. Chuck's an NFT. But it's but it's crazy. Yeah, even though it's an actual thing. Yeah, I know that's the thing, the right? The NFT thing is, I I still can't even wrap my head around it. It's so crazy. Neither can I. That that's why it's crazy to think about like like a viral trend can be an NFT. Yeah, like that's like you. The like, NBA is starting to fucking uh, do uh, NFTs of like uh, plays, like historic plays, like the fucking last shot or not the last shot, but the the shot that Michael Jordan took yep. to fucking win Game Six against the that. Jazz. Yeah. Like that's gonna be an NFT. Yeah. Like how you, how you own? It's just the way an NFT works. Is yeah. like it's it's like the original copy, like the way that you could do anything. The NBA owns the rights to all of the footage that has ever been taped. Yeah, I guess that's true. So yeah, they can they can sell that as if it was the it's Mona a digital Lisa. stamp. It's literally it's just a digital stamp, and then you say this digital stamp is worth X amount of dollars, and if you don't have that stamp, it's not real. But you could go you could go it, go it to where it's just like it's just words basically. You you own the NFT of my foot. Even though it's attached to my fucking leg, you own my foot. I'm like, yeah. I can do whatever I want with my it's, foot. It's, a digi- it's, just, it's literally, but it's you a, own it's it. A, it's a confirmation code when you book a hotel. Yeah. It's like a confirmation oh code boy. that you get. And it's just like, if you don't have this confirmation code, it's not real. Anyways, this body is for sale. Blue Life Special. Let's yeah. go. Oh, the NFT. Oh, damn, horse I forgot race. about this. this. Yeah. Yeah, the, NF- the NFT horse race. We're bringing Dude. it back. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And we're also like a bunch of guys that know nothing about this. I know a lot about it. Yeah, way more than I. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anything uh, can be an NFT. Yeah. The horse race is funny. I saw somebody who's watching. There's a marble racing. Like it's I little that, marbles, yeah. and they just like roll them on a track. Yeah, that's crazy. I watch that from time to time. <laughs> big, big sports guy. Yeah, I'm, I'm not a sportsman at all. I am. Neither am I. I totally yeah. get get why they should exist, just culturally speaking. But yeah. like. I, I don't give a fuck. It's not that they should exist or anything like okay. that or for culture. It's just entertainment, man. No, but they, but they, there's a necessity for it. There's a deeper thing too, which is what I'm about. Yeah. Right. But like people like you just watch it because you're you're dance. No, and I'm you're saying just like, uh, well, I want to know this deeper thing of the like, cultural necessity. For yeah, why thing. do you why do you need to break stuff down like that? Just that's all it ex- is. No, just because we didn't have it. sports, we'd be hunting each other. That's, that's all it not is. true. Yeah, hunting all each is. other if we didn't have sports. hundred percent. Well, I have a question. I mean, that sounds like when a sport you, too. That's what you, I'm saying. But uh-huh. it's just we we've just regulated it and put it into a, a scenario no, where we don't have to kill anybody. It's all to do because, it. Oh my God. Uh, no, I think it's people like uh, competition. It's like a yeah. uh, human nature of being competitive. Yeah, you, and you, some you, some you people live or you more, die in hunting. That's what it's literally just boiled down to that. I totally disagree with that. Okay. How does catching a ball have anything to fucking do with hunting? It's just about winning. It's about winning defeat. That's all it is. No. That's literally all. I mean, you're taking it to more of a primal level. That's what I'm saying. Speaking. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's why there's a cultural necessity for it. If we didn't have that, that's what war is. You just, you just, you just. I mean, sports is war, man. No, it's not. It literally is though. There's hundreds of millions of dollars in the lines on these things. Have you seen golf? Hundreds of millions of dollars on the line for these things. No one's punching each other in the face. Doesn't matter. Although, it's all about winning. That, that, and they uh, break golf clubs, which are expensive. I just like as the well. Jim Daly memes Fun, that I see. John Daly. John Daly. That's, that's right. how little I know about it. Don't worry about <laughs> it. John Daly is the fucking man. I just like the memes where it's like, uh, I saw one where it's like a uh, lighting guy at the gig and then it's yeah, like front of yeah, house guy yeah. at the gig. That, those <laughs> are new memes. Those are new dank, fresh memes yeah. right now. So. I don't want to get into the sports things. This is not a sports podcast. And I know sh- I know shit. It could sports, be. But philosophically <laughs> speaking, there's a necessity for them. You can call me dumb and crazy for saying that. Yeah, you are. But like your willingness to just shut it down yeah. is dense. Is I, all it's I'm not saying. dense. It's Anyways, oh boy. Um, unpopular opinions. Unpopular opinions. Let's wrap this Let's show up. do this, Jack. Um, you've been fucking 
So much fun to have. On yeah, the way show, to kick man. off the new Thanks. season, man. Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah. I didn't. I I looked at this like a couple of times. Did we hit everything? Did we get everything? Doesn't even matter. Close. Doesn't yeah. even matter. Oh wow! I, no, no. Let me. Let I me mean, t- that was you spent time on that. No, not really. We spent an hour on it. You, you only spent an hour on this, man. Yeah. I wow. No, because here, here's the thing, bro. I'm just we, Why would you he, say that? He, no, no. <laughs> because that, because here's the thing. Right? I mean, it's true, but yeah, it's, we've been doing this a while. <laughs> we can carry a conversation. I, but either oh way, here's the thing. If I gotta look at this thing, I get it. I, I only looked at this thing because I was I wanted to hit our uh, like bottom of the like our segments, right? Yeah, I get it. If I have to look at this thing for a conversation, yeah. it's not good. Yeah, right. I didn't look at this thing once for a conversation, which well, means you've been a dope ass guest. I appreciate that. So yeah. Thank good. you for yeah. coming on the show. I'm happy thing. to be here. Now let's fucking do some unpopular opinions. Here, I grab my phone so I can look at my unpopular opinions. Oh. Really? Yeah, because I don't remember them off the top oh. of my head. Oh, for fuck's sake. All right, well, I know mine at the top. When you texted me that, like, you texted me that list earlier of everything for tonight, and I was just like, I have, my day has been insane, like, outside doing yard work and all this other stuff, and so I was like, oh, my gosh, like, I need to sit down and, like, think about these things, and then, like, I went to Lowe's, and I was walking around Lowe's because I needed to buy some stuff, and full-on dad mode, just going to Lowe's. I love going to Lowe's now. Once um, you hit your thirties, you're like Bruce yeah. Springsteen and fucking hardware and smoking stores. meats. Oh, yeah, man, that's smoking we didn't even talk meats? about smoking meats. That's a huge part of my like, life. I guess now. I'm gonna get a smoker. Fun fact: I saw Bruce Springsteen when I was 11 years old, nobody and it was amazing. Cares. Wow. Cares. I thought you were gonna say it was terrible. No, it was, I'm a big. I'm a, I'm a Springsteen. My my dad's a big Springsteen guy. I love Springsteen. No, every that, every you know? dad is a big Springsteen. My dad's guy. not, but he's probably he's a little older. I don't know. How old is your dad? Uh, that's a great question, actually. You don't know? Uh, he was born in '53. My dad was born in '54. So oh right wow! There. Never yeah. mind. That's odd. That my, yeah, my dad's just not Springsteen. Guy. My dad just he, my dad yeah. just I think my dad came up. Uh, my dad's like an immigrant from from Cuba, uh, so I think he was just trying to assimilate the best that's that he cool. could. Did he, so he came straight. Sorry, before a pop. Did he come like? He like he himself was born in Cuba and then moved here. Well, yeah, he was born in Cuba. His parents when he was like when he was, yeah, his Castro was taken over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. fifty nine. They came here in sixty one. And uh, that stuff's so interesting to me. Like, yeah, it's I I could tell you I could go down the rabbit hole. Yeah. I love that kind of stuff. Another but, time. Yeah, totally. But yeah, so. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody fart over there. What are y'all? What are y'all talking about? Communist Cuba. <laughs> yeah. Billy's just petting the wall. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Billy's also <laughs> Billy also would love to live in communist Cuba. He's yeah. a communist. My dad worked for the, my dad's like boss for a place he worked for for a long time. He was the uh, same thing as Cuban immigrants. Oh yeah. Dad, so I remember hearing about that. He was, like, you shouldn't make fun of my disability I boys. <laughs> <laughs> I have, I have pretty. Yeah, touch of the tism. No, I. I'm kind of oh, <laughs> boy. Oh. A kiss of the tiz. They kiss say. Kiss the tiz. But I, I've got I've got pretty bad ADHD. Yeah. So uh, I lose I lose concentration about this. Sorry. Right. We can po- talk about guitars more. No, my point my point <laughs> being my point being yeah <laughs> my point being is that I think my dad was. They trying think to, it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> and they just cut to me when I'm like fucking spacing out. <laughs> Whatever. My, my point being is that I think my dad was trying to assimilate the best that he could. <laughs> you know yeah, I mean? like, yeah, like, fucking love Born in the USA, my guy. Yeah, yeah. Also, also uh, born to run, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right, let's do it. Oh, I watched so, a video of the guy who, again, I watched a lot of mixing videos. I'm super into that. He mix, the guy who mixed that song, Bob Claremountain, yeah. and he plays the isolated vocal of Bruce, and then it's like, it sounds so insane. Like good or bad? Uh, Like, it's just like, 
it's crazy. It's just, I don't know, it's just, it's cool because yeah. it's just him, but it's just like so intense. much. Yeah, it's intense. And then yeah. he plays the drums with any, with, he plays the drums dry. Max Weinberg. Yeah. Dude, hits those motherfuckers, bro. He yeah. plays them dry, no reverb or anything like that. And they're just like, oh man, it sounds cool, but it's like not. And then he just goes, oh yeah, here it is. And it's just, it's just like, that's the song. It's that, just so crazy. Like, like that mixer made that song. Yeah. It, was it wasn't so performances sick. or like, a, I mean, it is, but it's his, like, he, you know, he took what they made and then made it just like so much more. Jimmy Ivine was involved with all that, right? Yeah, he's a producer he, on mm-hmm. all that. Yeah. yeah, Bob Claremountain is the dude who mixed it. He's okay. He's rad. He owns Apogee. That's like his big. Ah, uh, okay. yeah. He's tight. I'm obsessed with mixers. It's a side of me that I like. Super into like mixing and audio and things. Fuck like that. Yeah. yeah. I wish I would have gotten that. I hate all that stuff. Yeah. I just like playing guitar. And writing songs, that's my thing. I don't know anything yeah. about mixers at all. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. like all that tech stuff, like just mm-hmm. like it's not that I hate it because I, I love producing. Like I, I love like hearing mm-hmm. the ideas and like telling someone to push the buttons. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I'm just like bad with all the tech stuff. Like all yeah. the you know, I know something. Anyway, it doesn't matter. No, it doesn't matter. But unpopular so, opinions. What about these bad opinions? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh Bill, do you want to go first? Or sure. I- this is a pretty good one. Uh the Beatles one album is the best Beatles record. Um, hundred percent, front to back. Yes, perfect. Yes, I it's mean, perfect. Ob- yes, objectively it is because it's yeah. all their number one hits. Like, name, name. like yeah, like it was. It's, it's perfect. Like a more that was my first introduction to the Beatles. Was that? I had was that it really? C- I had that on CD. I you, still have. That do you remember CD? the paid programming TV commercials? That yeah. was no, I don't remember time? that. I remember like those. every single fucking yeah. on the hour. It would be like Beatles those. one yeah. with all their greatest hits. Oh man! But it was kind of tongue in cheek saying that. But it's hilarious to think about. Like, well, it's objectively true. Well, yeah, because like you go to <laughs> you go like, to Abbey Road and you know you just you're just like oh you gotta go through like me and Mr. Mustard and all this other fucking bullshit. That's great. I love that. And you're like oh here comes the sun. Oh yeah, put that on there. Nice. So here, so here's the thing. Uh, so here's the thing. This is how much of a Beatles. Which is the number one played Beatles song on Spotify, by the here's, way. Here's how much of a of a B-tard I am. Uh, what? Uh, you heard me. Oh. I'm sorry. Uh, American Betarded. Oh, <laughs> so, oh man. Uh, oh, boy. Um, so I don't know about this anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I told you, bro. I, t- I tried to warn you. Yeah. Um. So here. So here's the thing. When I was when I was a kid. I, I was introduced to like the Beatles anthology, right? So yeah, like, the one album, not the one album. It's, an it's anthology, the one album. Right? Yeah, 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 I'm with it's, you on this. Yeah, one. right, right, right. Not the one album. The anthology. <laughs> it was like literally like all these like like it was it was like shit from like like literally club recordings from back like in Hamburg and That's like cool. and like all this other shit. So like that was my introduction to the Beatles. And my dad's like every birthday, my dad would get me like another Beatles record cool. up until I was like uh, like a teenager. When did you get one? He he got one off the record club thing that he was a part of. You would like you know circle. How old were you? Hold on, I'm about to get there. You would circle. You get like a magazine in the mail every month, and you would yeah. circle what you want. You'd send it back in, yeah. and they'd send you shit. So he got that. He got the Beatles one album. Then I was 11 or 12 years old at that point. I was already yeah, like deep into like all of their records by that point. So when the Beatles one album came out, I was kind of like like bitter about that why because i was like there's so many great songs by the beatles that weren't number one hits like why like and people who get introduced to just this don't have the full scope of the thing yeah can you hey chris can you pull out the track list for uh the beatles one album? yeah it's, it's great it's incredible. no no no. i just i just want to see it and no see they had a lot of number one hits it and they're my favorite band of all time you're not going to get me on this right i love the beatles yeah. to death okay but like 
I just feel like just go listen, listen to the records and pick wh- which ones you like the best. You know, yeah. no, that, that, that's what's so great about this album, though, is somebody already did that and then just got the best songs and then put them on this album. <laughs> can, you, can you zoom in a little bit, oh tough guy? Oh, my gosh. Look at that. Yeah. And um, I love it. They they, they kind of like just they, they put a, a little bit of everything in there. Wow. Like they start with like the, Look the how short older those songs are. I know, right? 220? Man, Come on. Bring back oh, short man. songs. We can work it out. What a great song. And they even put some, yeah, Ballad of John and Yoko. Well, that was a Beatles song, wasn't it? No, it wasn't. I mean, technically, yeah. one of them's in there. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Why I mean, do you think they put Ballad of John and Yoko in? Do you think that somebody was just like, you need to have this many number one hits? And they were just like, you know what? Fuck it. We'll give them a John Lennon song. Yeah. Throw them a bone, I guess. <laughs> those, are, those are good ones. I'll tell you that Penny much. Lane, they're amazing songs. Bro, the, the entire records, like, yeah. like, like the Beatles... Like especially from like sixty five and on, the point was like to listen to the whole record. It wasn't just listen to like one song off. The yeah, record. but the Beatles also did that bullshit too, where they'd be like, "Here's five new fucking songs," and then the B side would be all songs from the other records. Yeah, well, no, just with Yellow Submarine. That's all. It was. And Magical Mystery Tour. Yeah, you're right. You're yeah, right. So you're right. You're right. Yeah. Beatles are great. Any, anyways, ten, right. ten fucking studio albums. Uh-huh. What do you feel about like that Beatles one half, album? Really? Oh, it's great. Yeah, that was like my first introduction to the Beatles. Was it was that. for me too, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, dude, I loved it. It is. It's every great song you want to hear. And it has a lot of the uh, early 60s, the 60s Beatles, which is my favorite. Yeah, totally. I like the, I don't know if it's my favorite I like the either, matching yeah. suits Beatles. That's my vibe. I, lo- I, love, I love that shit too, man. Yeah. I mean, like Hard Day's Night and Please Please Me and that whole like so era good. for them. I love all that. People hate on that. Love Me Do. Era. Love Me Do. Oh, my God, Stuff's bro. so cool, man. Or like it's I cool. should have known better. That was the That's first. That was song. the first track off the Beatles one. Did you see that? What I should have known better. No, love me do. Love it's me a do. great song. Yeah. yeah, but I should have known better, which is off the same record. Huh? Which is like an amazing song that nobody right, would have heard. Was it a number one? <laughs> yeah. I love this. <laughs> loving this dynamic right now. <laughs> yeah. Let's see that. All right, Beatles. Uh, Beatles one is the best Beatles album. Okay. Everybody knows this. So yeah. um, a popular opinion for sure. My because right. it's it's not. If you look on Spotify, it's not listed under compilations. It's listed under uh, albums. I think. Which is stupid as fuck. That would be hilarious if it's on Spotify. It's like yeah, it's all all at the one album. <laughs> okay, so here's my uh, my unpopular opinion. But you guys, you wrote it down. I didn't. Oh no, I, that bro, much. I have these all the time. If if I don't oh. if I don't write them down, then I forget yeah, constantly. Like everything he says is an unpopular opinion. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's definitely me for sure. So here's here's a hot take for you guys. Uh, this is my newest one that I just wrote down. Um, worst guitar solo of all time. Are you guys ready for it? Oh yeah, here we go. I already said it at the beginning of the episode. No, you didn't. Uh, Dwayne Allman solo and Layla. <laughs> I don't, I'd have to hear it. Uh, wow! You guys, if you guys are, if you guys don't like that comment, you're gonna hate mine. <laughs> no, let's 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 hear it, boys. I'll just combat. Fight with, me like, on that. The Nick Jonas guitar solo at the VMAs. That was not uh, a record. I think you think you recorded. Recorded. Oh, well, there was a recording of it that I watched. I wasn't there. okay. Studio album so, recording, right, especially right. especially out of out of iconic guitar solos. This is one that's brought up all the time, right? We're talking like eruption, stairway to heaven, fucking uh, comfortably numb, and then we're talking about like the guitar solo in in Layla. But and we're, it's so melodic; it hits those changes really nice. Except that he, it's so out of tune, and he hits none of those changes, and he just ah. it sounds good because of the way it's mixed. Going to, back to the engineer, yeah. it's not doesn't sound good because of what he played. I will, I will die in the grave on this one right I thought, here. I thought Eric Clapton wrote Layla. 
Yeah, it was but, a collaboration between yeah. him and Dwayne so Allman. Dwayne Allman actually, actually wrote the Dwayne All. Yeah, with Derek the Dominoes. Uh, right, 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 Derek right. And Dominoes. So which song are you talking about? Layla. Layla, the, uh, the, the, well, the electric version. With Derek and Dominoes. Are you talking but, about when Eric Clapton singing? Yeah, Dwayne Allman. That one. Yeah. That one. That guitar solo, you think is the worst guitar solo of all time? The the slide solo that happens on the B section of the, the song. That part? Yeah. Sorry, oh, that's four for four. That's We're right. totally well, getting canceled. I'll combat you. What about but, the solo on Get Back with the out-of-tune bins? And bop, 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 adds bop, character. Add, it's character. And I also don't... I don't. Yeah, that's very I, I, I also... Hold on. Be tune, hold like on. Guitar bend. Hold on. I'm holding. I also don't revere... George Harrison or John Lennon as the greatest guitar one of the greatest guitar players of all time. So you revere Dwayne Allman as one of the greatest guitar players of all time. I love Dwayne Allman because I think that you're going to hate my Derek unpopular Pipes opinion. Huh? Derek Pipes, Dwayne, he's not because Derek came thirty years after the fact and was and was building on that concept. Dwayne Allman to me was an innovator in the slide realm. Yeah, it is hard to compare like <clears throat> like the dude who did it first. Is yeah. he better than the guy who learned how to do it from the guy who did it first? Because the guy who who learned how to do it from the guy who did it first or wouldn't exist. I the guess. sacred steel stuff was around before Dwayne, and that's real. Of course, and and but that's and, real. Like you okay, but like Derek like pulled from popularized that, popularized it in pop culture. But like really, the roots of that are 20, 30 years beyond Dwayne. So okay, Dwayne but really, do it at all? Yeah, of course, man. Because he, he wasn't no. doing the sacred steel stuff. But it's, what he was but doing really was he, he was doing the Elmore James kind of like like blues stuff, and then he added some of the church stuff into it. And Derek definitely dove more into the sacred steel stuff. I will I will say for sure, but. You can't compare Derek to Dwayne, and at the end of the day, all I'm saying is that I love Dwayne Allman because he was such such an innovator in the style. But that solo is the worst guitar solo of all the revered guitar solos. Yeah, mm. It's pretty good, actually. Listen to it again. I don't. I don't have. I've seen Goodfellas, bro. It's been a while. <laughs> it's been a while since I've listened to it to really. Yeah. Really. I would hear it. That I encourage every. I encourage everyone to listen, listen to, to it on the ride home next time, and just but really hone in on that because here's yeah. what I'll say is that somebody pointed that out to me when I was working at a music store uh, back in the day and he said that to me and I was like you're fucking crazy it's a beautiful guitar solo yeah. he was like it just sounds like a bunch of attitude notes to me and I was like okay I listened to it on my ride home and then I really just honed in on that and I was like oh my god you're right and I can't to this day unhear that now it doesn't start getting good until the piano starts anyways that's the section I'm talking about. Yeah, he's talking do, about literally. Do, 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 that's literally do, do. what I'm talking about. Wait, I thought you were talking about the beginning of it. No, he's talking. Do, 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 do. That's yeah. all great. It's not guitar solo. That's oh, we can't. Do oh, that. Jesus Christ, Bill. So, anyways, wait, wait. wait. <laughs> so you're talking about the guitar solo at the very end of the song? Yeah, when it goes in the the melody section, the piano that's in C. Okay. Yes, oh, oh, okay. Yeah, I don't, I don't really. I'd have to listen to it too. Yeah, yeah. listen to it again. You're, de you're definitely never right, so I don't think that this is gonna. <laughs> oh, I love this. This is sick. I mean, talk about some out of tune bullshit. Heartbreaker. Oh, yeah. No. Okay, bro. I mean, Jimmy I'm Page. Just, Jimmy Page was. He was a very sloppy guitar player. Slop King. We're not sure. gonna get an argument out of me there. I love Jimmy Page. One of my favorites. Oh, dude, he's the man. The, it's crazy but, that he's an Asian woman now. He looks like it. Oh, have you yeah. ever seen those memes where he looks like an Asian lady? Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so good. You're not gonna get an argument out of me. That dude's a slop king. I yeah. love. I still love that guy to death. Yeah. And Dwayne Allman, to me, one of the greatest of all time. Yeah. As far as an innovator is concerned. However, that solo. 
one of the top. Do you think he was mad because Eric Codman's like, yeah, we're going to make this a song. It's going to be famous because of me. And he's like, okay. It wasn't famous because of him. Everybody, anybody who needs to know. Everybody thinks that that song was written by Eric Clapton. Come on, man. That's the truth. It's irrelevant. It doesn't matter what the consumer thinks. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it kind of does. But at the end of the day, whoever's paying the guy, the people who needed to know knew what the deal was. That's all I'm saying. Why didn't they go back and fix it? They run out of tape. Do they just not care? Do they think Maybe. it's fine? Maybe they thought it was fine. They were, much, they were both fucking heroin junkies. They probably heard that. Like, And then the engineer was like, you know what? I don't want to spend another 12 hours in here. Yeah. I can make this work. <laughs> he made it work. Played it back for him. And then was like, and he was like, that sounds good to me. Yeah. Sometimes it'd be like that. And you know what? It sold millions of copies. 100%. I'm not saying that it wasn't su- successful. I'm saying it was a poor guitar solo. Objectively, wrong notes. Okay, okay. So, Lati was the Dave. performance poor or the solo poor? Because the solo itself is objectively like a good solo. If you could, if you could, I think implant, I think performance and solo is like I think in interchangeable. This, I think in this it goes hand in hand. Right, I think. Right, yeah. right. I'm just saying, like, they're like if you had like a competent player play it. Yeah, like if you Derek. had the all, if you if you put it all, all the Derek, right notes, Derek was the, yeah, if Derek was playing it, I'm sure that he has. Derek would have nailed that. I think. Dwayne didn't hit the right notes. I think the engineer did a lot of work, with, especially with the technology that they had at the yeah. time. Did you know it, that they were brothers? So what's your unpopular opinion, oh Jack? <laughs> well, I guess, so I don't have like a blanket statement. It's more of the things I don't like, I guess. So okay. I have two. Like, I don't like the Almond Brothers. Oh. Okay. <laughs> at all. I knew, you were, I knew you were going that direction yeah. because we had a conversation one time, and I won't name any names. But you said that you're not into the Southern Rock Jam thing. Yeah, and then my, I guess the piggyback is, this is a weird, I use the term songwriting as in a song structure concept. Yeah. Verse, chorus, bridge, lyrics, the whole nine. Mm-hmm. I don't think jam bands or jamming is songwriting. Right. I don't think that's songwriting. Yeah, it's jamming. Everybody knows that. Like, I don't think a jam band is a songwriter, so to speak, I guess is kind of yeah. what I'm saying. I don't know if that's an unpopular opinion. I Maybe think, it's not. I think most fans yeah. of jam bands would agree with you. However, yeah. I think Man, there are... my unpopular opinion is so... No, it's okay. Should have gone with my first one. Uh, 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 <laughs> Billy usually just says facts that, that, that he doesn't yeah. agree with. Yeah. So, those, yeah. so, you know, at least you have opinions on it. I just, it. like, I don't know. Yeah, I just... I'm trying harder this season. Yeah, you, I like yeah. it. Thank you. Um, so, yeah. here's what I'll say. I agree with you. I'm I'm actually not a big jam band guy, even though yeah. I, I kind of operate in that in that world. Yeah. Um, however, uh, I think that there are some jam bands that that do well with the songwriting. Like like Umphreys to me, like crushes that shit. Yeah. Like, I like don't care for them. You're not all. a big Umphreys guy. <laughs> so uh, I I like Umphreys. It's a lot. weird. I'm dude. I'm an outlier. I uh, feel like in a lot of time, especially in the music community in Jacksonville, like that are like. The people that I kind of rub elbows with a little bit, like they're that's their that's their stuff. That's my shit. Yeah, I all day every yeah. day. No, but I I, yeah, it's I, not I, my d- vibe. I don't know. I dig it though because yeah. I I don't come from that world either. I got introduced yeah. to the jam stuff way later on, and I kind of fell in love with it through the Almond Brothers. Yeah. And then I got introduced like all these other bands, and like I'm free, I, when I discovered Umphreys, I was like, oh my god, these guys are amazing. They're not mm-hmm. even really a jam band, but they kind of are. But they're actually not. And. Uh, yeah. And like you know, I don't know, but yeah, I agree with you. There, there's, I'm a big, I'm, I'm a fan of songs, right? Yeah. And like the jam bands don't always do that, but uh, you know, the, yeah. the write dad, it down. He's a big songs guy. Big song guy. This big guy. song energy. He's a big songs guy. Big song energy. BSD. Yeah. BSD. Oh, BSD. Sorry, not BSD. BSD. Sorry, I've been using a lot of Photoshop lately. My yeah. bad. Anyways, 
Yeah, I don't. Yeah, that's the Almond Brothers. You don't like the Almond Brothers? Yeah, man, I just don't. It doesn't do it for me. It's just one of those things. I really don't like. um, This is a real strange. Tuesday's Gone is so good though. Oh like start gosh. to finish. That's that's Billy. That's Billy. Oh, that's Leonard Skinner. Yeah. No. Here's, Damn it. Billy does that at I all of our so fucking. Yeah. We do that. I like that. All of our yeah. shows. Whenever somebody yeah. requests a Skinner tune, it's always like ah, I'm not really a big Almond Brothers guy. Yeah. yeah. Like, people get so fucking. I like that wild. energy people. Yeah, especially down here, man. Yeah. Oh yeah. I can't begin to tell you how many people come into the shop that are like, I knew Leonard Skinner. Blah 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 blah. Oh, blah. I, I could. I. You know what? So many. I played Alan Collins' guitar one time. The dude brought it in, like his guitar that he played on the old Gray Whistle Test show. I think that's the show. I played that guitar. Oh yeah. The dude brought it in. He ripped. He snapped the headstock off of. It. It's a Firebird. And then uh, Ronnie Griff is the dude that worked on their guitars back in the day. Rebuilt the headstock. You sound like every guy at my gig. Yeah, no, seriously, <laughs> I know. But yeah, dude brought in the shop and I was like, yeah, I used, that's, to, I used to probably with Leonard Skinner, my yeah, hatchet yeah. theory yeah, special blah, blah, all blah, night. Blah. Yeah, that's the one thing. Here's what here's what I kind of like like meet you in the middle on this mm-hmm. is that like although the Almond Brothers kind of got me into the jam stuff and I they they forever have a special place in my heart. Yeah, yeah. I love the Almond Brothers. At the same time, Jacksonville, love you, Jacksonville, but you've made me hate the Almond Brothers. Yeah, man, that's kind of how I feel. Is that it's, it's that like vibe. down in Miami? It was like like there was a, a niche group of people that liked the Almond Brothers. Yeah. So it was like if you knew that shit and like you were into it, it was like dope yeah. jam scene, that kind of shit. I came up here and it was like ubiquitous. It was like not only that, but like we're all gonna just play the same Almond Brothers tunes all yeah. over town. It's just like, bro, I don't really come on. love. Uh, slide guitar that much either. It's just kind of weird. It's oddly enough, it's like I play pedal steel, but like (laughs) slide guitar. Yeah, it's weird, but like that slide guitar, like overdriven slide guitar tone, it's just like not my vibe. So we're not a, a, you're not a fan of the Lord and Savior, Derek Trucks? (laughs) That's what I think about that. (laughs) No, I mean, I think Derek's sick. I mean, he's the best at it, but it's just, yeah, it doesn't like, I don't know you. why it doesn't get me stoked. Yeah, it's weird. I th- here's I'm the thing, weird. Like, but, but no, no, not not. You're not weird. You had access to the to, to like to to the music that he's pulling from, right? Like you know what he's pulling from. Oh yeah, yeah. Right. He does it the best. I mean, the guy's a monster. Irrelevant. Yeah. You know what he's pulling from. Yeah. Right. That's the difference. That why I first yeah. heard Derek, I didn't know what Sacred Steel stuff uh, was. I didn't. I, I wasn't. I didn't come up with like gospel music or like even like a lot of the like the like the blues stuff that he's pulling from yeah I, when i heard slide guitar i knew about like obviously like i've heard a lot of that shit but like yeah. like you know El- elmore james and all that stuff when i heard Derek do it i was like this is like if there is a god he is speaking through this man right here <laughs> right yeah. and then i was like and then i heard the other stuff later on i started i discovered what he was pulling from yeah i can't separate myself from the initial thing that i heard totally right so he's still to me like one of the greatest but i get what you're saying like you didn't he wasn't the first person to bring that to you yeah right yeah i mean yeah Derek's monster like yeah Tedeschi trucks like i don't really care for it too much <laughs> I'm, I'm a much bigger fan of yeah. Derek trucks band yeah uh, let's, uh, let's, let's hear it no i was gonna say uh, Derek trucks band is that no even I, then I, man i don't i mean those guys are like great musicians but it just doesn't like uh some of them were right because some popular opinions. Yeah, it's a whole segment yeah. gone. But yeah. Almond Brothers rules. Thanks for that, Anton. <laughs> yeah. R.I.P. Kofi. And was, what is it? Uh, Jan Rico. Yeah, and Jan Rico Scott. Yep. Leave yep. Him out. My bad. Yeah. Sorry. But yeah. Um, 
I feel you though. I feel yeah. you on that. I guess that's more. Yeah, that's my opinion. I but guess. not that's, like a blanketed statement. But it's, it's unpopular, unpopular uh, especially fuck, in this uh, town, man. Especially in this town. Yeah. Yeah. I just start telling people like, "Oh, brother, suck." No, I'm just I fucking love it, bro. <laughs> fuck yeah. Just I use uh, it. I fucking. I'm gonna love lose it, my job. At Blue <laughs> <Jay>. <laughs> oh, this is it, you lose, I thought you lose your job at mock shop. No, I was like, what? At Blue, at Blue Jay. <laughs> Since I yeah, a million other Speaking of Kara, we have to do fan questions real quick. Oh yeah. Yeah. We forgot to do fan questions. There's only one fan question. Uh, yeah. Uh, Jeez. Nobody asked about smoking meats after I posted on my Instagram. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. Kara wants to know what your middle name is. Oh, jeez. Oh, my gosh. This is a running joke I have that I, everybody's asked me my middle name. It's I don't know why it's become this big thing. Um, she knows it, and she's just wanting me to say I know. I figure I could tell yeah. by the tone of the message yeah. she sent me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so what is it, bro? What? It's it just it's 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 um, I don't like my name. I think I'm overplaying it because you guys go, yeah, it's fine. My middle name is Tanner, and I just don't like that name. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's 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 interesting to me that they would name a a, a white guy Tanner. See, I think right. Tanner is like a hick name, like Tanner. No, I know it's, yeah. it's just weird to me because like, you're not tan. Oh my gosh! I knew that. Chew. I knew All right, this. guys, I try to make fucking jokes yeah. here. You know what I mean? Didn't I didn't hit that. Time. Yeah, it didn't really. Sometimes hit that you got. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes you got to swing. You know what I mean? Yeah, I get it. You got to swing for the fences. And You're trying to get on base. Yeah. Sometimes you don't land it, but I'm, yeah. I'm swinging, guys. I'm just yeah, saying. I just one of them things. Like my whole life, I never really like talk about middle name. I used to tell people it was Tiberius. I don't know why. Dope. <laughs> like fucking. Yeah. That's kind yeah. of a Captain dope Kirk. Name. Yeah. yeah, Captain Kirk. Star yeah. Trek. Not a big Star Wars guy, but um, Captain. That's the T for. It's a little. That's an inside joke that Kara wanted to have. I yeah, guess, I know. I ruin tell. the podcast. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> let's tell an inside. Let's tell an inside joke that nobody's gonna know no bro it's no. gonna be funny here's the thing here's the thing Sorry, Kara. <laughs> shout out blue jay listening room make sure you check them out they're a sponsor of the podcast and kara's fucking dope you um, should ask him what's his first name it's tony right no it's, it's 305 <laughs> <laughs> 305 comma tony okay um so so uh we have a fan question or fan uh unpopular opinion is um Okay. Who's the fan? Uh, Say their got, first name and last initial. No, I have their Instagram name, which is Cage. K A J E. At Cage. At Cage. So, um, okay. There's a couple of things here, but there's one that I'm going to go with because this, this will be a much less involved conversation. It's cool you guys have fans. That's tight. We, we do what we can. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, their unpopular opinion is uh, the Grateful Dead are actually not so great. Oh yeah, I would agree with that. I would also agree with yeah. that. That was that was that was yeah. that was one of my first unpopular opinions on the show, actually. Oh, you mean John Mayer's new cover band? <laughs> uh, calling back to another unpopular opinion, my favorite member of the Grateful Dead, yeah, by the yeah, way, because yeah, yeah. Yeah. he crushes that better than Jerry did in a lot of ways. Oh my God, that's such heresy. Wow. That's, like, that, that's like saying that Derek Trucks is better than Dwayne Allman. Yeah, it's kind of like that. Yeah, thanks for oh, the Chris, yeah thank the, you. Chris, the cricket points. Okay. Um, oh, you know. Yeah, and then like they're not so great at what. He also said that. Hold on, no, here's a better one. Okay, because I already said that. The, here's, I like Jerry's steel playing. I think he's cool with that. Jerry was an insanely talented human being. He was also a heroin junkie that yeah. was a hit or a miss. What's so. the one song that there was their uh, hit though? With the, the gray touch of gray. Yeah, touch of gray. It's that's, a great song actually. That's yeah. a, I like that song. That's I'm a, a big fun, fan. Of that but that song. was uh, that's not like the, the deadheads hate that. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. Another thing. Yeah. yeah. All right. So here's his other uh, um, unpopular opinion and. 
uh, the only person who's kept Scott Staff's career alive this entire time. Creed is one of them, is guaranteed to get some people. Oh, sorry, Creed is one of the one of the greatest bands of all time. That's what he said. Creed. Yep. It's one of the greatest bands of all time. I mean, time. they were. Or Creed is dope. Sorry, he said Creed is dope. Creed is dope. Yeah. I mean, um, they were huge. It's crazy yeah. to think about that time and they how big they were. Yeah. I mean, so arms another, wide another, open. Another Southern Rock Florida Jam band right there. <laughs> <laughs> they're here's, from Tallahassee. Uh, here's the thing. Are they from Tallahassee? Yeah. Everybody oh, always yeah. says the same thing. Like, they're yeah. from Tallahassee. Yeah, they are. I met Mark Tremonti recently. Um, really? Yeah. He was at a guitar show in Orlando. I sold a pedal steel to his bass player. And we just thought he was a normal guy, and we were chatting. And then he followed me on Instagram, and I was like, and I was looking at it, it said bassist for Tremonti, and I was like, what the crap? And then he came back to the show the next day, and I was like, why didn't you tell me you played bass for Mark Tremonti? I don't know. Like, I feel like that's, that was just like weird. And uh, not that I like like him, but he's like kind of in the guitar, like metal community. He's, he's, he's kind of a big deal. He's I guess. got his own with Some who? Uh, PRS. PRS. Yeah, yeah, like that dude has a PRS bass and stuff. Anyways, yeah. and he was like, oh yeah, Mark's here. And so then like he just came walking over to the booth. Right after he bought a dumble from somebody. Oh my god! Um, yeah. And then, and I was like, I was like, oh, it's Mark Tremonti, whatever. It's well, that's really the weird. unpopular <laughs> opinion. What do you guys think about Creed? I think Creed is um, just terrible. I've always, I've, I've had this idea for like a year or two now, is to to take all those. I don't even know what you call them. Those the alternative rock pop yeah. bands, and then just do funk songs out of them with like. Oh, somebody did that on TikTok recently. Do it with uh, Lifehouse. No, they did. <laughs> <laughs> Shit would be hilarious. No, they did it with um, the Oasis tune. Well, well I mean, Wonderwall. that's kind of... Not Wonderwall, the other one. Champagne Supernova. Yeah. No, maybe it was Wonderwall. Well, regardless, like, I think... If it they, was actually a dope version. Okay, I will say when I was 10, when 1999's sophomore album, Human Clay, came out, I did have that CD. I did love Creed a lot. Yeah, it was I big. was 10. yeah. And now going back and listening to it, I'm just like it still slaps, right? Oh, it still slaps. No. Yeah. They were they were the imagined dragons of yeah. of the early 2000s. That's a really sure. really good way to Thank put you. it. Thank you, I yeah. appreciate it. Yeah, Imagine Dragons can suck my balls. I will say, yeah. I fucking hate that band. Yeah. But also, Cage, thank you for contributing yeah. to the podcast. And I guess the creed has got the nostalgia. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I, mean, I know every single word of one of yeah. all of their songs. Yeah. I, like if if you know every word of their song, like how bad are they? Well, yeah. not bad. all of their songs. It you must have been a ca- yeah. Well, they were catchy tunes. No, I, I guess. Had, did you mean? have weathered? I had weathered CD too. That's the first time. I don't have any because I I never love <laughs> I never liked them like that. I, I heard some of their tunes and I was like I, was I don't like kid. his I don't fucking like his voice. The only reason I was allowed to listen to it is because they were Christian, right. sort of. I liked his uh the uh he did this song for the baseball team. He did a, a, the Marlins theme song. You oh, that's this? right. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, I saw that. Awesome. No, they did. Yeah, he sung for the Marlins. Uh, yeah. Marlins. I thought I would have known about that. Go Fish. Marlins. Yeah, it's tight. I thought I would have known about that. Well, it's because that was the only team that was there. Well, anyways, the whole point is, yeah, yeah, yeah he did do that. You can watch watch him sing for the Marlins. It's hilarious. Well, I think that's for sure an unpopular opinion. I think most people. I, I think, and I think that Cage is the only person keeping Scott Staff's yeah. career play, play alive. The Super, they also played the Super Bowl. I'm pretty sure too. Yeah, they did. That's crazy. Yeah. I mean, huge. would you say that Creed is better than uh, Nickelback? So yes, I, that 100%. was well, that was one of my no. Here's, they're making a little bit here's of a comeback apparently be, because oh. it's it's cool to like like bands that were hated on now. Well, I think right? it's a Gen Z thing, bro. Gen Z's super into the '90s, 2000s stuff because they're because they're they're rebelling against oh, against millennials. That's the thing. And here and here yeah. because that's what every generation does, right? We yeah. we rebel against Gen X and Gen X did the whole thing with boomers. Here's the thing: is that. My, one of my unpopular opinions a while back was that is that Nickelback is not as bad as people say they are because they're not. 
Like they wrote like good pop tunes. Yeah, like, the Def Leppard song "Photograph." <laughs> is that really a Def Leppard song? No, but there's a Def Leppard song called "Photograph." Oh, okay. Look at this photograph. I don't know. I was doing a joke like uh, like Billy did. Well, you guys swing sometimes, right? Yeah, sometimes exactly. Sometimes you land on base. Uh, but uh, but no, I will. I, here's the thing. I, I mean, they're, Nickelback's more palatable to me than Creed is. Yeah. Mm. Nah. Rockstar, it's a good song. I think I would listen to Creed over. No, it's not, man. <laughs> I gun, mean, gun the, to the, my the, head, the I'm gonna sales, Creed. The sales would differ with you. Yeah, I think I think you could go toe to toe with any of the best Creed songs and the best Nickelback songs, and obviously it would be the worst fucking party <laughs> yeah. ever. So at the same time, like a good Creed's time. Creed's gonna win every time. Yeah, I would agree. All right. Well, so what's, in, the, what's the best Nickelback that being said, song? Creed is dope. So yeah. that's a popular opinion now. You think that it's I'm a popular opinion now? Gen, the Gen Zers are all about Creed. I don't know uh, if that's made it yet. Maybe. It'll get there. It'll get there. I, I have, I have how faith in your opinion. How insane would that be? Like, you just see kids just wearing in. Creed shirts and like Scott Stapp oh just like gosh. Jesus on their fucking things. I don't think Gen Z kids know about Creed yet because as soon as they find out about them they'll be like oh fuck Nickelback Creed's where it's at. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> on that note Cage you're getting some bottom of the bill merchandise. Oh I gotta take a wicked piss so let's get the fuck out of here. Oh my gosh. Thank you guys for hanging out with us tonight. It's been a pleasure. Jack thank yeah, you man. for being with us Thanks bro. Yeah, Hell yeah. yeah it's super this is a lot of fun. Hell yeah. yeah. We'll see you guys next time. Thank you for tuning in. Adios muchachos.